0: Hey everyone, welcome to, I'm not going to say the episode numbers anymore, because the last time I recorded, and that's going to be the next episode, even though I said episode three, but this is really episode three. So hi, and welcome to a new episode of the podcast at home with me, Nick Graves, and today for our guest we have... uh... Artie Galena. Artie Galena. Now this one's going to be interesting because uh, we don't know each other that well.
1: Uh, no, I think we met, like, once. Yeah, we met each for other For about once. 15 minutes, so. Yeah,
0: and it was it was a good talk. We talked about movies and stuff. But, uh, this will be, this will be interesting. This could be our best one yet. Oh, yeah, I mean,
1: this is, I don't know what's gonna happen, I'll be honest, I, I listened to about 15 minutes of the first one. And
0: you're like, I can't take this shit anymore.
1: You, <laughs> I,
0: the exact one was like,
1: I was sticking to the student union chair, and then I was nervous, so I started sweating more. I was like,
0: this got too real for me. It I related to it. <laughs> I mean, I don't sweat
1: very much, but I was like, all oh, right, anxiety. And I was like,
0: i like, you know, I listen to podcasts to escape from reality, not join back with it. All right, well, how the podcast at home works is just that I have a list of topics, and we just talk about them. Uh, before, they were all random topics, but now I've kind of switched it up under advice from one of our last guests. And then we do an advice segment, we play Would You Rather, and then we play an improv game. And I'm really bad at improv. Oh, let's... I'm perfect in improv. Okay, awesome. So yeah. this will be really terrible for me and awesome for you. Or no, it's just going to be bad overall. Ba- <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll balance each not other good. We'll balance each other out. All right, awesome. All right, so the first... And actually, my roommate Brandon, now he, he knows you. Right, I've known him almost a year. Right. Take. He helped me come up with the list of these topics, like things that I think we would be able to talk about. Does this get, like, uncomfortable? Like, am I going to have to reveal things? It's fun. I don't know why I paused. I don't... It's not a dramatic no, like, threat at all. Oh. <laughs> You're gonna have a good time. You're gonna have a good time, or I'll kill you. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> the door's locked. Nobody's coming in. There's a, the towel under the door to muffle the screams, not the sound of the laundry machine. I mean, to be fair, we're not in, like... I mean, it's
1: a nice apartment. Your room is, uh, it's... I like it, but it's not, like, the nice stereo. It's not like the... There's been, what, like, eight robberies in the past two days? Probably eight robberies in the past
0: two hours. (laughs) That wouldn't be surprising. Uh... And I only did one of them, so. (laughs) Alright, the first topic we have to talk about, and you can just talk about anything you want with it. Usually it goes way off of whatever it is. It's a jumping point. Yeah. Okay. Acting. You're an actor, right? Yeah. That's hard. You personally... Is that, like, a normal question? Do you ask anybody that? I would ask... Anyone that I don't know why I said it like that. I would <laughs> I would ask anyone that question, but the thing is, the last three guests I had, I know them already. Right. So it would probably be like an example. The last interview I had was like Anna, and I was like, oh, never met her. She's a person I know. Good start. <laughs> and she, I was like, okay, let's talk about superheroes because I know you know superheroes. So a question would be like what's your favorite superhero is a blue beetle hers was that would be a good choice
1: yeah that's how i'm gonna let
0: you know that i know superheroes (laughs) (laughs) throughout the the blue beetle did you know that you know watchmen originally they were all supposed to be characters that were already licensed from dc yeah that would have been so cool I mean, you can still see it. It's not like they hit very they well. They didn't, like, hide, like, yeah. What is it, they... Owlman? <laughs> Night Owl. Night Owl. <laughs> I was like, oh, who's this guy? I still regret my Game Center thing on my phone. I made it when I was probably, like, 16, and the name is Night Owl 2. How old are you? <laughs> now I'm 21. Okay, I'm not that much old. But when I, when I sign into it every time, it says, like, welcome, Night Owl 2, and it's just like, ah
1: oh, This what? is the coolest thing ever.
0: <laughs> it's like going
1: back, I don't know if you ever had, like, the AOL Instant Messenger. Oh, yeah. Like, finding your old screen names, it's like, oh.
0: <laughs> That's a thing I did. This is
1: why girls don't like me.
0: <laughs> Alright, well, what's, like, your, what do you like about acting? Uh, it's, uh, I've been doing it for, what's, over eight years
1: now. Mm-hmm. Not professionally, I'm not that good uh it's i hate myself so it's good to get out of who i am really easily it's right. good to i, <laughs> I oh it's a lot of fun i enjoy doing it uh do you have like a,
0: an actor that inspires you
1: oh yeah i mean you can ask anybody like daniel day lewis is such a good actor but i personally I like you know steve Buscemi. i think is great he's awesome uh will ferrell's fantastic for comedy oh yeah it's just like i like i'm that's such a weird question, because it's... There I can look lot. at everybody and be like, oh, they're great. Like, I love Emma Stone. She's, like, a little older than I am, but she's doing such great work. Right. And, yeah, it's it's hard. I feel, like, embarrassed now, because I'm somewhat on the spot. But, yeah, I can think of anybody. You have a poster of Bruce Lee on your wall. And, like, he's not a great
0: actor. No. <laughs> but great physicality. Oh, yeah. So I can't use that. There I'll, might be times where I high-five that poster, just to get my day started. Yeah,
1: he doesn't look like he's... For like it's a podcast and so nobody can see, but he looks really upset. He doesn't look angry. <laughs> he's frowning, and he's got that weird not ripped body.
0: <laughs> it's, it is weird. It's not ripped, but you can tell he's in shape. Yeah, like if he kicked me, I'd snap in half. <laughs> There's one movie he has. I think it's Chinese Connection, where uh, some he kicks someone and they fly through the wall and it leaves the shape of their body <laughs> through the wall. It's like that. That's the height of cinema to me. That's pretty awesome. I don't know, man. I I just know that
1: one with Jackie Chan, where Jackie Chan's really young gets the shit kicked out. We can swear. Uh, Oh yeah,
0: yeah. course. right, it's fine. I don't. No, we gotta start. We'll edit
1: this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I, you know, an actor that I like a lot, and this is for anyone who's been listening to this, which I think by now is like maybe five or ten people. That's something. Let's get
1: these numbers up to like
0: thirteen. We're building it up. You know what I'm saying? The other day, I looked and saw one of the episodes of like. 30-something, and I was genuinely excited and just happy. Is that a show? I've never seen that. No, like, it had 30-something views on oh, SoundCloud. Like,
1: like, oh, what's that? Dirty
0: Rock? Dirty 30- something. Mm. <laughs> but, okay, I have talked on each episode about The Walking Dead. They don't sponsor us. This isn't, like, a podcast <laughs> thing. Not yet. Thing. Not yet. I'm a big fan. I have a poster right, right I there. It. I think that the guy who plays Rick, Andrew Lincoln, is, like, a phenomenal actor.
1: Oh, yeah, I mean... He's one of those, uh, I didn't realize at first, uh, I mean, I knew he was British from uh, Love Actually, mm-hmm. but that was years ago when I saw it, so when I first started watching The Walking Dead, and he was like, oh, this guy's great, and then I saw an interview, and I remember distinctly, it was. Uh, I think it was from like season three or four, it was right after the governor, so he's dirty, he has like, that giant beard, and he's covered in blood, mm-hmm. and he starts speaking in a British accent, and he's like very formal, very nice, and I was like, Oh, this is weird. This Holy is... Holy shit. This is alright. <laughs> alright, Andrew.
0: <laughs> Mr. Lincoln. We're actually big fans of... Uh, I won't do mine. I will have Brandon do his when he comes on the show, but we constantly are just doing Rick impressions just because his performance is like... Rick kind of goes apeshit on that show a lot. But never like full... I mean, I, I haven't... What season are they on now? Uh,
1: They're about to go into season six. I've only seen season... F- I stopped at season four. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I read uh, the comics. I'm pretty caught up on that. hmm but I I feel like I always want to do an impression, but it's always like the same thing where he's like, I got stuff to do <laughs> And that doesn't sound anything at all like him but it's But that's pretty much I okay. imagine
0: he's like he's always hunched over. Doesn't blink a lot. He and has his like, jaw is out. tense. It's always very tense. I you know, him and uh uh Melissa McBride who plays Carol both right. should be nominated for anything really but uh you know acting stuff i want to give it to her just because
1: um, once again from season one to four she had the biggest character arc and like oh, positive yeah. character arc, not like i'll say it i'll alienate my fan base daryl <laughs> had like a terrible character arc you think so watch if you watch season one he's a nazi in season one. Oh
0: yeah he's a pretty shitty guy
1: he's like a redneck not like on his motors like they have like the ss and the that i didn't notice and then they took it away when people were like, oh, he's cool. He's got that dirty goatee that people like. <laughs> and so now he's like a really cleaned up version of who he used to be. And I was like, I "You're like, we But they never see... talked about it. They never, like, mentioned. Like, why?
0: That he sat down with T-Dog before he died and was like, spoiler. Listen, man. Oh, shh. I'm sorry if you're not caught up to that, by now. I'm just. Kidding. I mean, it's I, been plenty of time. I want to say it's like a black guy, a big <laughs> black on a horror show, but we they, haven't
1: escaped that convention
0: just yet. It's about to say they go through a lot of those.
1: <laughs> they did. I remember there was like one. It was in season three. They went through like four. They introduced four black cast members, and then just like that, that, got rid of all four of them.
0: But you know what it is? I think I think it's that. I genuinely think that the writers. Just write the characters, cast, like, whoever. I think the only character who was, like, supposed to be black was T-Dog, because his name is T-Dog. Right, I mean, I was like, Well, I... I, I Tyrese was... Always, Ty- yeah.
1: I was like, those two... I mean, if I'm looking at a casting sheet, I was like, I better not cast a white guy as T-Dog.
0: <laughs> that would get to parody territory. I think it would just be people watching and be like, mm-hmm, what the T-Dog?
1: <laughs> and then uh, there would probably be some, like, Tumblr page like this isn't right. This... They're making fun of him. And I was like, making fun of who?
0: We want a black tea dog now, please. But name him Terrence. <laughs> Terrence dog. Yeah, I like it. Let's go let's go
1: write uh who's it, Glenn Bizarro's? Or no, he quit his showrunner.
0: Yeah. It's... That show has
1: gone through showrunners <laughs> like I don't even know who's do a uh, Scott something, I think Scott Gimple. Scott
0: hmm, what a name. Scott Gimps. <laughs> We'll send him a letter. His middle name is Milhouse. I found that out on The Talking Dead. Mm -hmm. (laughs) As soon as you can see when he says it, too, like, they ask, like, what's your middle name? What's the M stand for? He goes, goes. Does he wear glasses when he takes his glasses off? Like, (laughs) This again. It's Milhouse. We get it. (laughs) I actually do. Oh, I will save this for the impression part. I do a pretty good impression of Milhouse's dad from The Simpsons. But yeah. I'm like, I it. <laughs> we'll come back to it because I remember we'll the voice but it's just vague enough to would be like yeah
1: that sounds like House's dad
0: uh Kurt <laughs> Kurt Wait, yeah that Kurt is, it is Bangor. Kurt isn't it yeah because yeah. there's an episode I remember where he uh he starts doing music and there's a cassette tape and it just says can I borrow a feeling <laughs> and it's this picture <laughs> and nothing ever made me laugh harder oh man those were the days uh, but the the Briefly reference the acting, thing. like
1: and I watch obviously a lot of TV shows now because we're in the golden age of television. So, like most TV shows, would be like, "Oh, well, that's a great like John Hamm, Brian Cranston, right. Anna Gunn is fantastic. She doesn't get or Dean Norris. They both don't get enough credit on. They uh, really don't. Breaking Bad." But, like, everybody on Mad Men, literally everybody on Mad Men is just like, well,
0: this is better than I've ever done. Really? I haven't watched it. I've watched maybe the first episode. Go watch Mad Men. It's fantastic. Really? I just, I watched the first one and I was like, I don't know if I could watch. I mean, it's not The
1: Walking Dead. There's only, like, one scene of violence in 200 episodes. Yeah. And it's not what you think it is. Oh, boy. Nobody gets bounced off the walls. (laughs)
0: Nobody gets... I've heard something, Like my brother's always like watch it, watch it, watch it. But I don't. I will. You know, one day I will set aside some time and try to at least watch like the first. I figure like Give the it, like, first three episodes. Exactly. That's my rule. It's like three episodes. But you, the one thing you have to watch. It's not like I'm gonna put it on.
1: I'll be on my phone while listening. Yeah. It's a super literary show. They make references to everything. Really? Yeah. Like I mean, I'm looking at you. Have a book, uh, How, by Allen Ginsberg. Here, it's like they'll reference that. In the later seasons. That's pretty awesome. Because he comes big and they're like,
0: you gotta read this poem. He's like, "Mm, no (laughs) thanks. Too much gay stuff in there for me. Mm, A little progressive. (laughs) Transgressive, I'm sorry. (laughs) I, you know, someone that I, uh, well, I think it's really tough, unless you're, like, in the comedy world to give, like, comedy actors their credit. Like, I don't think that they're, right. like, you know, we'll instantly think, like, you know, people from, like, like, the big AMC shows, the hour-long dramas, but I've been rewatching The Office, and, like, some of those Steve performances. Steve Carell? Oh, my but God. have you seen all of The Office? Yeah. Because let me give some
1: due credit. Ellie Kemper saves the last two seasons. <laughs> she's so good. She's so fucking One hundred percent, like, her performance is like, oh, well, that's it. I'm watching, because not only is she adorable she and is. perfect, she's just hilarious. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, as you were saying, it's it's easier to make somebody cry than it is to make them laugh. 100%. like 100%. You can, anybody can do drama, not very well, but you can do it. But, like, to have Michael Scott, so three people can do
0: that. Yeah. And two of them are Steve Carell. I think, actually, Paul G. Motti was considered for Michael Scott. I was like, that would be... Interesting. Would, I would watch that. I would <laughs> still watch it, but it would be a little weird. If there was like a live table read of Paul Giamatti and G- Michael Scott, I'd be like, all right, let's. I would fly to wherever it is just to see him. I'm just thinking Paul Giamatti, like sideways and just like a super set. Mm-hmm. Drunk all the time. Just. Cause he's got. Because
1: he's not like a fat
0: guy. He's. But he's, he's got that weird, weird bowling ball gut that it just <laughs> hangs over him. It just from his. Fa- if you just saw his face, you would think like, oh, he's a fat guy. Did, did he have that in? Um, I didn't see Amazing Spider-Man two. Did he have that? Was he like fat? I didn't or... watch it either. Oh, I because I know he's
1: in it for like ten minutes, but I was like, did he bulk up? Did he commit to the role?
0: I, I doubt it. I'm not <laughs> a. I'm a huge Spider-Man fan, and I just couldn't watch that movie. I, I'm all about Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire is okay. You know what? I'm glad you said. this Let's just make this about Spider. <laughs> said... I can go for days. I listen, guys. This is something I've been wanting to bring up for a long time on the podcast. Go for it. This Toby Maguire. There's no question as to whether... And I hear some people say, oh, he's a better Peter Parker, but Andrew Garfield's a better Spider-Man. Bullshit. No. Toby Maguire is better at both of them. Let's...
1: I'm gonna... Like... And Andrew Garfield's a talented actor. Most oh, yeah. of the
0: time I see him, I'm like,
1: oh, great. Yeah. Problem number one, he's cute. He's a cute man. Way too... Not to mention he's 30 playing, you know, a high schooler. That's a little bizarre. Yeah. All right, but he's he's cute. He's not... A, I look at him, I saw the first Amazing spider I was like, oh, that guy's not a loser.
0: No, he's, he's cool. not a nerd. He was skateboarding through the hallways. He was like Bart Simpson. Yeah,
1: he's wearing a beanie in one thing and not looking like a douchebag. <laughs> he looks like the coolest kid. Like, I, would, I wouldn't I would talk to him, but I follow him around like, what's he going to say next? He has the cutest girl in school. In the whole world, probably, because it's, like, it's Emma Stone.
0: And I was like, there's no way this guy's like mal- maladjusted <laughs> no. and dirty. And it happened in that movie, it happened so easily. It's like, oh, he's like charming and he gets Emma Stone. In the original Spider-Man, he's not even with he's Mary Jane by the loser. end. He, <laughs> he is a Let's loser. Let's not even talk about Mary Jane. He's a loser. <laughs> he I would hang out with Tony McGuire in that one. <laughs> <laughs> but I that's but that's so real
1: to the character. Exactly, because you look at him in those like, first scenes where he's hunched <laughs> over, he's got like a, almost a <laughs> bowl cut. And it's mm, Flash, don't knock my food over <laughs> And I was like, "Nerd." <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's almost verbatim the dialogue of that scene, but
0: he's so good in the role because he's like a puppy dog with three legs. Oh yeah, he's cute, but he's like pathetic. And it, I remember people saying like, "Well," or maybe I just said this in my head. I don't remember. Andrew Garfield kind of looks like Spider-Man, like body wise. Oh, because he's, he's
1: like, like thin, but you know he's like
0: yeah. But I was like talking like McGuire. a swimmer.
1: Yeah, he had like oh, a when Tom McGrath took that shirt off, like when he first. He had first... muscle. I was like, Whoa. holy shit because this is a pet peeve I mean in the comics I'm sure you know Spider-Man is super strong yeah he can lift cars and, yeah I mean in the movies they show him doing all that but then he can punch normal guys and they're fine <laughs> Like, my only real complaint with the second Spider-Man movie is he beats the... Like, he gets into fights with Alfred Molina, yeah. who doesn't have superpowers. No. He's not super strong. He's not, <laughs> but he's punching Alfred in the face. And he's like... A, Alfred Molina's like, what, 56? Yeah, movie. he's, he's an old older guy. And not in shape. Yeah. He... Yeah. So it's like, in the same scene, you'll have Tobey Maguire stopping a subway car <laughs> with his bare hands... And then punching the shit out of Alfred, and Alfred gets up and like nothing happens. It's like out of his hand, like just go through his face. How, his, how like, does he have a face? He,
0: I, you know what? I'm a huge fan. I Spider Man Two is one of my favorite movies. I've never even thought about that. In one, you were right. Literally <laughs> in one scene, he stops a bus, and then in the first movie, he's lifting a train car. Like that's true. And it was just like, all right, this <laughs> is. Yeah,
1: you don't think about the time, but the moment you stop, is like everyone should be dead. Yeah. He should... I mean, spoiler alert, skip ten seconds ahead for Amazing Spider-Man 2, but from the comics, Gwen Stacy dies because he snaps her neck he by sticks. accident. Yeah. And I'm like, if that happens, why are we on the realism for that one scene? <laughs> for, just for that. When before, I'm sure he's beaten the shit out of Jamie Foxx,
0: who <laughs> he, can shoot lightning, but I'm pretty sure he still can trip... He's like your luck held back on you, man. <laughs> I was really holding back this time. <laughs> I, Next time, Spidey. <laughs> I my dad, my dad will watch anything, and he was like, "Yeah, I fell asleep watching that movie." And I was like, "Okay, that's all I needed." My I my dad cried watching Just My Luck, which is a Lindsay Lohan movie. <laughs> it's Chris Pine is Chris Pine really in it? I think Chris Pine's the love. Holy shit! I did not know that. Well, he. Oh, it's it's, it's not like
1: Chris Pine. <laughs> he's like that weird actor. There's a lot of them that look just really handsome. Yeah. Like, just super handsome, pretty much talented. Yeah. But just never, so far, haven't really leapt to that next It's weird, level. because
0: you, by the role, like, by the roles he's in, you feel like he should. Well, he's Captain Kirk. Yeah.
1: Like, that's it's basically playing Han Solo. He's Captain Kirk, but he's also like, he's done a lot. He was in Horrible Bosses too, I haven't seen that. But I haven't watched it. I heard a few things, but he's like, He's a handsome guy. He has chops. He was Jack Ryan. Yeah. He's leading these franchises. Uh, he can sing Into the Woods. Oh, he was in Into the Woods? Yes. Yeah, he wow. sang in that. So he's like... And that whole His whole role in that is like, look how handsome and charming okay. I am. He's Prince Charming.
0: I... Oh, sorry. I keep going. I have an Into the Woods thing.
1: Oh, no, no. I'm just saying. This is like... He he should be, but I guess he kind of looks like a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> there is something about his he's face. Swar- that's just he's like, like Ryan Reynolds. Is like you know, yes, you want to
0: punch him right in the mouth. Ryan Reynolds really upset. It's a me. lot worse because I I don't like him that much. I don't like him either. I will see because okay, it's just something about he. It's like he's always smirking just a little bit, and mm. I just I. That's what I feel like. His but like he knows uh,
1: that he's handsome and ripped, yeah. and that girls love him. He knows that, which is fine, and so. But also, he knows that he's better than you, and he likes that he's better. Yes, than you. And I'm like, mm.
0: you know who I think is on like, there. He's on a similar playing field, but I think is the opposite about how I feel about him is Ryan Gosling. He seems right. like the nicest guy in the fucking world.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, just because he's like, he can do like crazy stupid love. Yeah, where he is the the sexy male lead. Yeah, star Steve Carell. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, then he'll do Only God Forgives. Oh, I love that movie. Or, or, like, Drive. And it was like, oh, well, this is not the same thing. <laughs> this is a little dark. <laughs> and then he'll take, like, a weird turn and do... Uh, what's the movie he directed? Monster River? Oh, I forget. Something with Monster in the title. But yeah. I mean, I, I haven't seen it. I heard it's, you know, it's I heard weird heard things. That. Yeah. I don't want to say, like, outright <laughs> negative, but... <laughs> I heard the... He's just intelligent guy, but uh, I think... After doing it on the God Forgives and Drive, he's taking like a step back, and he's going to jump right back into, uh, hopefully, he's supposed to be like the lead in the Haunted Mansion. Is he? Re- they're doing a Haunted Mansion movie? With Emil you know? Del like producing and writing it, what? hopefully directing. That sounds awesome. And I'm like, alright, no, let's go back to this, because I love, That's already that's a movie that's perfect. That if not for me, then for at least three other people I know. Is he going to have Eddie Murphy in it?
0: Oh, I can only... I, don't, I hope it's a sequel. I like not real... I don't...
1: I hope like Eddie Murphy and his family died on the... Like before they left the gates of the Haunted Mansion like sort of retcon. And Ryan Renz and his family moves in. And then just deal with Eddie Murphy being Eddie Murphy. Being
0: Eddie Murphy. Trying really hard to be popular. Yeah. I don't understand. Like I was... I guess I get it. Like you know it's a paycheck for a lot of these these actors and stuff. But like thinking like okay... Adam Sandler. My favorite movie of all time is Punch Drunk Love. Perfect movie. I love that movie. I, I show
1: people that don't like Adam Sandler, I was like, right. watch this movie, and then let's watch funny people. Right. And then you're going to get really depressed. From- you're not going to get mad That's at the movies. pretty heavy You're going to be really depressed at the rest of his movies. Yeah. Because he's so good in those. Yeah. And you know he's in, supposed to be in Glorious Bastards. Was he really? He was... The Bear Jew was written for him. What? So if you watch that, like. What? Listen to Eli Roth, and you're like, oh, that's obviously Adam Sandler talking. Holy shit. But not only that, like, if you watch Funny People, the because mo- he turned down Inglorious Bastards to do Funny People. And Funny People is basically, like, his. Like, yeah. You it's, know. like, him acknowledging that he does uh, pretty shitty movies. But if you look at him, you're like, he's in shape in Funny People.
0: I never. Huh, I'd have to watch. He, watched, yeah. he
1: wears, like, a t shirt, you can tell that he worked out a little bit. That Before Inglorious Bastards. Yeah just because that role was written for him that's so cool and like okay, people at home go rewatch the one scene where you first meet the bear Jew when he uh, beats the German soldier's head him. that's written
0: for Adam Sandler verbatim I gotta rewatch that that's so cool I okay because it, like he does funny people but then he does Jack and Joe like a few years later I'm like does he I mean
1: just blended,
0: not and it was just like yeah oh he
1: publicly admitted that he chooses movies based on their location Didn't really to take his family Oh, that's
0: kind of sweet, I guess. One hand? Yeah.
1: Great vacations for his family. Yeah. Like, 50 First Dates was set in New York City. Yeah. And then he's like, why don't we just put it in Hawaii? Because he wanted to go to Hawaii really badly. (laughs) We know where this story could really go. You know what's going to add some pizzazz (laughs) to me trying not to date rape a girl? Hawaii. And it works. I like that movie. I think he's, you know. He's... A lot of parts don't hold up, like Rob Schneider does not hold up no. well, or Sean Astin's weird brother.
0: <laughs> but the, it, it's, they're they're sweet together. I like yeah. them together. I feel like Adam Sandler is more. He's more like versatile than he gets credit for, but he just needs to choose smarter. Like, because I'm sure there are directors who wouldn't like to... I'm sure after seeing, like, what certain directors can do with him, there are other ones who would be like, oh, I could use Adam Sandler. Well, I think that's what the cobbler was trying to be a little bit. The cobbler, what's that? It's... The exact plot of the movie, I'm not making
1: this up, is Adam Sandler plays a cobbler, and he literally (laughs) puts on other people's shoes, and he becomes the person's... (laughs) Like, if he puts on your shoes, he would become you.
0: That's the fucking dumbest title. Yeah,
1: and, um... It it's written by Tom it's written directed by Tom McCarthy. He's known for like his indie drama comedies. Mm-hmm. So it was like when it was announced I was like, Oh well it's gonna be like a magical fantasy, whimsy but like with heart to it and it's just filled with like really uncomfortable racial stereotypes. Ew, Jesus And Adam Sandler just being a dick. <laughs> Adam Sandler just being a dick. Like I I'm I don't wanna like slander Adam Sandler, but the movie I will is that the only reason he doesn't have sex with this guy's girlfriend right because she thinks it's the guy okay because but, he's wearing his shoes yeah but it's, it's adam so sandler stupid. so it's like he's gonna trick this girl into having sex with him but he can't take his shoes off and she's in the shower and she's like come in the shower with me and she's like that's a l- that's too close to being just a little creepy
0: it's a little uh, not even a little creepy it's really creepy yeah. That's a horror movie waiting to happen i don't like that it's like it's like um oh, what's the fucking movie i think it's kevin bacon where he's invisible. Invisible man? Old... Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the invisible man. I think it's... <laughs> and I, I think it's a deleted scene. Oh, yeah, where he watches that... No, I, I think that's the movie. It's in the movie? Where he
1: watches her take a shower. Just really... And he just stands in the corner like, oh, right. Ugh, I
0: just... I... And he's kind of... He's handsome. Yeah. He's got a
1: weird nose, but he's a good-looking man. He's a man. good-looking guy. He's sharp.
0: Yeah. Literally, he's he's very sharp-looking. But, you know I watched Fatal Traction for the first time yesterday. Well... I, I haven't seen it yet. I watched some of it. I Fell asleep. I wasn't enjoying it,
1: <laughs> That's and so
0: only review you need. I it just I didn't get it, but I was like Michael. Du- gl-
1: yeah, I was going close to
0: Michael Douglas. Yeah, Michael Douglas is like I don't understand. He's he's like a esteemed actor and everything, but like by the way he looks, I was like he doesn't fit that category of actors. Like in his, you know, in his, I guess, you know, well, group. Like. I
1: I have I have um. I do this thing a lot, and I'm sure we're we can actually do it, because I'm sure you would be able to be great, is the difference between a, an actor right. and a movie star. Oh. Ah. Like, he's a movie... I don't think he's not... He's not a movie star. Right. He's an actor. He's a great, phenomenal actor, but he doesn't... Like you said, like, he doesn't seem to fit within that certain... Pra- it's a very hard thing, to, I think. The way I define it, it's like a very
0: small category of people. So what's, like, another example of, like, a, just an actor?
1: Like, Steve Buscemi is a great actor. Oh, right. Johnny Depp is a great actor, but he's not a movie star. And a movie star would be, like, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is the movie star. Right. Huh. I like that. You watch any Mission Impossible movie, and you're like, oh, this is... Especially Ghost Protocol.
0: I haven't seen it. It looks so cool. Oh, no, it's the, the fourth That's one. That's the fourth one. Yeah, yeah.
1: watch that. It's just the opening scene. You're like, oh, this is why Tom Cruise is It's Tom Cruise. <laughs> and you're like, this is it. Yeah. And while Johnny Depp, while he's great and, like... Let's you know he looks great in Black Mass, which is coming up. That looks he awesome. actively resists being having that type of role,
0: right? You know, yeah. I think the only like thing within that that I can think of, and even then, it's don't off be roles like pirates. But no, and he's not even the lead in the first one. That's
1: true. That's why it works is that he's not the lead. He's not the focus of the movie. That's true. Huh. He just shows up. He's like the Joker in the Dark Knight. He's not the lead in the movie, and that's why he's great. That's Although awesome. I would watch two hours of Heath Ledger in that movie.
0: Oh yeah. I, you know what, an unpopular opinion of mine, Dark Knight Rises is my favorite in that trilogy. Why? He <laughs> <you, laughs> didn't even, there was no, there was not even a pause to be like, oh, I can see how that well, maybe be. Well, you ha- know movies, so I was just like, what about the Dark Knight Rises? You're like, this is the one. <laughs> this, Out of the three,
1: I, money's on this one.
0: I, was it the ending? No, it's, I actually had a lot of problems with the ending. Uh-huh. Because, I- I'm not like I I understand comic books films two different things. Oh,
1: completely. I'm not one of, I I specifically champion that point of view. It's like exactly. they're not the same thing. they can change different whatever mediums. you want.
0: Yeah. But the whole his name being Robin thing was dumb. Really pissed me off. That was I was in a the theater opening night.
1: <laughs> opening night and the crowd that was like you would agree that's like yeah.
0: Yeah. I was like Ugh. <laughs> No. And
1: one loud mother going,
0: "What?" <laughs> I don't... Under, could you rewind it? I didn't... I was just like... Like the guy? Like his boy? <laughs> his boy? The boy? Just, I
1: was The like, boy a,
0: wonder? Why is his name Robin? I don't... I get Why, why not like just his, Tim Drake? Right. Or Dick? That would have been so much... Even if he just threw in like a... Like, oh, Richard. People would be like, ah... But... Yeah, I, Richard Grayson's
1: a nice name. Yeah. If she would have just said that... That would have been like... People would have been like, oh,
0: shit. But Robin... And, and also his role... He was taking over for Batman, so he wasn't Robin. How many
1: people know that he, Like, this is happening, by the way? Because it's not like Batman was subtle at the end of the movie. Oh, no. He, at the end, like he was every, just like, oh, fuck it. I mean, because <laughs> by, by that point, I was like, well, oh, I'm pretty sure. I think, Wait a minute, uh, Batman disappeared, and so did Bruce Wayne at the same hmm. time? Because he's
0: crippled at the beginning of that movie. Yeah. He's like an old hobbit. Yeah. <laughs> he has, like, the beard and yeah, he no one's carries like, around a bow and like, arrow.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, and no one's like, hmm. <laughs> Wait a second. The tabloids are not pointing out. Batman, this crazy vigilante disappears, and the
0: sexy billionaire playboy (laughs) disappears on the same day. They're like, well, we guess Bruce Wayne was just a big Batman fan. He's a little kid. Really depressed. I okay, like I have issues with some of the movie for sure. And while I think the Dark Knight is a it it is closer to being a flawless movie, I think the Dark Knight Rises is a little more ambitious. And this thematically, I would give you that because it's—I think it's much more direct in its themes, though. Oh yeah, it—it it really is. It's so just massive in everything he does. Like because in the first one, I'd say like the the big thing in—that's uh, my least favorite one. I'll say that the first one, the first one. Yeah, I, and it's and it, the thing is that's still a good movie.
1: Oh, I, I mean, I remember when it came out, I was almost. Too scared to see it, right? They it played it It was a dark movie. And it they had, was. They played up the Scarecrow, and I was like, "This is spooky." Scarecrow
0: is fucking creepy in that movie. Like,
1: I wish they would have done more with him. Yeah, and so we got Liam Neeson, but it was like this is a little too creepy. Got, did you like Liam Neeson in that? Or? I did, but it was like it was a thankless role. It is a
0: little yeah. The villains it's in that movie bland. were like.
1: They were really focusing on Batman, which is fine. I'll take that. But yeah. it's just like, could've...
0: Scarecrow's the more interesting, like... Yeah, and
1: he got shafted. Yeah, that's he was true. Mo- he was a patsy for the most part.
0: That is true. He's a patsy in all three. That's his running joke.
1: Oh, he's yeah, a terrifying uh... character, and he's just like a joke. He's
0: just like, hey guys, I'm still here. You wanna, like, make me... In the second more movie, he just,
1: like, he gets punched in the mouth, like, the opening scene.
0: That's true. And oh. that's it. Are you wearing hockey pants? <laughs> I, uh, he's still here. This movie has continuity. But, I... the Okay, like, the big one in Batman Begins, the big, like, thing in the city, like, uh, that they do with, like, the set is, like, the train. Right. And the second one, I guess it's the boats, when both sides are, like, we might blow That's the That's not even an action pictures. scene. That's why I like. It's not... Yeah. It's just them talking. I would say that one... It would be...
1: I mean, the big action... Yeah, it would be right after the boats. when he's in the... the uh, in the, like, warehouse thing? Yeah, because other than that... I get, or the chase, when he's trying... The chase, uh...
0: Oh, with... and it's, They're in the and, trucks. Yeah.
1: And, uh... I forget what the Joker's gonna do, but, like, Batman's in the, his, uh, Hummer hunting him down. Like, that's... I To me, it's, like, toss it between that.
0: Yeah. The better scene is clearly, though, the, the boats. The boats. The boat. That's, I think, one of my favorite scenes in, like, the trilogy. It's amazing. But then in the third one, the entire city is taken over. And I just think it's cool that he upped the stakes that much. And like, then cut it off. Like The city is. I, I think that was smart. It's like the bridges are all gone. I yeah. didn't know Gotham is an island until watching this movie. Yeah.
1: I was like, apparently. I was like, well, okay. I guess. Didn't get that in the geography lesson. <laughs> but, I mean, I got it in from the comics. But even the comics, I never got this. doesn't
0: matter. Is it supposed to be. Me and my brother are good about it's this. It's New York. Is it New York or Chicago? It's New York. They
1: filmed in Chicago, but I the way I always look at it, it's New York City. Okay. Because they call New York City Gotham. Gotham. Do do they really? Yeah. I never knew that. Yeah, I mean, that's like another name for it. It's um, Gotham. I don't know if they took it from Batman, but... Huh. Metropolis, I was thought it was Chicago. Metro-
0: oh, that would make sense. I always, like... Which is weird, because like, Chicago's a lot scarier. Scarier. <laughs> <laughs> Metropolis is always like a happy city. That would be the Man of Steel movie I would have enjoyed. Him in like the slums of Chicago. Just a man on the street, beating the shit... <laughs> out of
1: trying not to kill gang members as you... I don't know how you would do it. Like, tap them? Tap. Bing. I guess he has a control. But no, in Man of Steel, he doesn't, he doesn't
0: have control. Care. He's just like, whatever, I'm Superman. Which,
1: thank God, and like, Batman
0: versus Superman, it's a dress.
1: really focus
0: on... He killed a lot. He of hurt a lot. I I was so pissed off watching that, because I wanted to like it. There are so many times... Christopher Maloney's it. in that. I love Christopher Maloney. Christopher Maloney is what role? He's, like, the general of the army. Oh, right, right. Okay. So, what, I just remember he has, like,
1: one scene where, like, the female Kryptonian... Her name's not important. I don't even know what it is. Like, she's on the ship, and he, like, gives her, like... I don't even know what it is, but he gives her, like, a quippy one-liner, mm-hmm. and then blows up the ship and kills her. I don't... I don't remember much of that movie. That's probably from the bet I... Why did he let... He let his dad die for, like, to prove yeah. a point? He... He he's is a bad so Superman. stupid
0: in that movie. He's a terrible Superman. He's I not have, saving anyone. I never liked Superman Returns, but my dad... I remember after watching it, my dad was like... At least you save people. Yeah, my dad was like, listen, you're upset that there wasn't more like punching and beating up and stuff? Well, he's Superman.
1: They I, mean, I mean, this is the... You'll remember the scene, because it's the one they used a lot, is that they have the, they're doing a bank robbery, and the guy's set up a minigun.
0: Oh, right. And Superman just
1: walks towards <laughs> it, and it gets shot directly, <laughs> directly in the eye. eye. Not blinking, and, and I was like, well, what are you going to do? He literally got shot in the eye with, like, a 50 caliber bullet. And it has that really cool slow motion, and it breaks it, yeah. And he doesn't blink, and you're just
0: like... Oh. Sweet. Why,
1: though? Why doesn't his suit break?
0: That's a... Because huh. the
1: doctors rip it off later in the movie. Like, it's That's nothing. true. But any other time, it's just Bullets, like... flames... I guess, like a, I guess, like, the short of crypt, uh, Krypton, I guess, through. spoiler alert. That's not a spoiler. That movie like came every out other, ten years ago. Every other movie, movie, he could stabbed with krypton. <laughs>
0: That's, like, the only thing they can do. That was one of the only parts in the movie, not in, like, a weird way, that I, like, actually enjoyed. because so I was like, now it's getting, like, interesting. He's just so bland, and I like... Kevin Spacey was great. Kevin just Spacey like, is awesome. But he, I even liked, uh, Brandon Routh, Ruth. Yeah, because he looks the part. He's like a handsome, all-American-looking guy. I think Henry Cavill is almost too handsome. superman. And British. Yeah. Which is slap in the face. (laughs) Which is... Every time. I don't know what it is with these British actors, but... But Ben
1: Affleck looks great.
0: Ben Affleck... Just in the same
1: parallel. Ben Affleck is like the perfect-looking Batman. He...
0: I... When it came out, he was getting so much shit... Because
1: you, you did Daredevil, and people were like, "That's one superhero movie." Bullshit. Chris yeah. Evans did fucking Fantastic Four exactly. twice, which is and which are two of the worst fucking movies. Fucking
0: awful. Those are fucking atrocious. Those don't make any sense. They do. I was watching some of Silver Surfer like a couple months ago. Uh, we were I'm at my place. I was like, "Why do they still play it?" It was on ABC. Why Family. is Jessica like, Elba like a rocket scientist? Like, <laughs> So, you know it's i would if i could see that they put an in effort into their roles that'd be one thing but there's not no. even a semblance of like i care about what i'm doing there's right
1: a, i remember there's one good scene it's from the first one mm-hmm. and i remember because it's the only one that i laughed at is it? because in the first one sue storm jessica alba and uh, julian mcmahon are dating right and Julie McMahon proposes to her is about to say like let's get married and out of nowhere mr fantastic runs up he's like the missile, like, the spaceship's ready, we gotta go. And it's the only good comedic timing in the entire movie. There were, I don't even
0: remember it. Because it's like 10 seconds, but I laughed because it was like so dumb. And then you're like, this may be a great movie. No, I was and just like, this is, it, is goes, it, this is not <laughs> This point. is, have you seen the reboot?
1: No, I I, I never, I, I like when it first announced, because I like I liked Chronicle, everybody liked Chronicle. It was a mm-hmm. good movie, and I was like... But I never liked the Fantastic Four. I, I was like, this is they're it's boring. not for me. It's it's not even boring. It's just like it's too goofy.
0: Yeah, and I hate. I've always hated Mister Fantastic. He's just a dick to me.
1: I like him in the comics where, he is a dick really? where he's a
0: really like a psycho. Like I hate him
1: in the comics. And I'm like,
0: that's an interesting. Not just like the happy go lucky. Like I'm smart.
1: He's just everybody's like a mad smart. scientist. Like yeah. I
0: can do what I want because I'm smart. And I'm like, that's great.
1: Show that. Yeah. Instead of like his, in that universe, like he's just a geek. Yeah. He's like mm. <laughs> he's like Spider Man grown up. And that's he like, is. But like Spider Man's like it's fun to watch, and if it's, I will say like Spider Man one, two, and three especially. They they have a lot of goofy elements. Oh yeah, and I
0: I like the third Spider Man movie. I
1: mean, there were, I do too. I mean, I think it it gets, uh, I think it's better when you watch and you realize that Tobey Maguire and Sam Raimi did not want to do the movie. Yeah,
0: they were contra they're contractually obligated to do it, yeah, so they're well, just like, fuck it. it. <laughs> yeah, they're just like
1: let's have some fun. <laughs> yeah,
0: I I think it's a better movie still than the Amazing Spider Man. Haven't seen Amazing Spider-Man 2, but I like Spider-Man 3 more than The Amazing Spider-Man. You
1: know why? Because I remember two things from The Amazing Spider-Man. One, Emma Stone works for me as a blonde, and I don't like blondes that much. (laughs) That's not true. Least favorite hair color. Okay, that's fair. I'll take (laughs) (laughs) them. That's like the the douchiest thing I could ever say. I mean, why not? I feel bad right now. I'm like, ugh. But I remember that, and I remember the Stanley cameo. Because it was like, this is they're not even trying. Oh, the... Or he's like an thing? old man listening to music. Yeah. As they blow up the entire library in the background. They
0: said before it came out, this is Stan Lee's most unique cameo yet. He's not doing anything. He's not doing anything. It's not, <laughs> not like in
1: Guardians of the Galaxy where he's about to a fucking alien girl, which is great. That is That's great. what I wanted
0: to see. No, that's a fucking great movie. But,
1: like, that's... I remember entire sequences of the third movie. I saw it, like, twice. Yeah. And I remember so much. For good or bad. Like, why does a Sandman gain the ability to fly?
0: Oh, like, how is the sand particles just travel through? Like, he's not on the wind, he's He's flying. He's flying. Well, that's a, I don't ever address that. The thing I can't forgive most about it, it's not even the dancing. I always thought the dancing was kind I'm of funny. With, I that. Yeah, I was like, that's goofy. It's just the Topher Grace as Venom. It just doesn't, yeah. not even close to me. What are like,
1: like, people trying to make Topher for Grace a villain? He was like, right, bad guy in Predators, American Ultra is the bad guy. Yeah, which Star- I haven't seen, but I, I do want I to see I haven't seen him, yeah, I just know he's like the, the villain. He's like the, he, yeah. So it's like,
0: they're really trying to like, Push him as like a villain, and he's
1: not—he's not like Jesse Eisenberg levels of acting. Yeah, like, I bought,
0: I can buy a Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor in a heart. That's gonna be awesome. I'm yeah. pumped for that. Oh yeah, he has that line in the trailer where he's like, "The red capes are coming," red... and he just says it like it's such like a, a sarcastic. A, yeah, it's kick, like, Mm-hmm-hmm. but it's like, uh, I think he's gonna deliver on that. I think it's gonna be. Really oh yeah, fun. like people are like, "Can
1: you believe he's doing that?" I was like, "I can."
0: Yeah, When I saw the social network. Let's give him a little bit more fun with that role. He's perfect for that. What do you also I. For anyone listening who's been in this argument with me, this is especially for you. You like the social network, right? Yeah, oh yeah. It's a great movie. Yeah. I've talked to several people who don't like that movie. Are you friends with them? Yeah. You shouldn't be. Because <laughs> they're wrong. <laughs> the movie's fantastic. I like it more than Fight Club. I. L-
1: yes immediately And Fight cause... Club's overrated let's get that out yes
0: right now for me Fight Club works I know it's based off a of book yada yada but the first two acts work when it gets into the domestic terrorism I'm like um <laughs> that's because like I'm sure I never read the book but I'm sure in the book it takes its time a little bit more but instead of like
1: here's a nihilistic philosophy let's destroy capitalism <laughs> and then does there's no like through line there's not it's so quick and I, I, I knowing the ending I mean everybody knows the ending where he's Tyler Durden and was like, who the fuck are these people following? Right. Do they think they're fo- Like, I don't understand that. I have watched it knowing that I'm just like... Who do they think that they're he, like... Like, because it's like a cult. Yeah. But every time you see Edward Norton, he's like shy to the side. Yeah. Is he the cult leader? Like, he's acting bizarre. Or is it like Durden's like upbeat, like, bohemian, like... Yeah, but he, there's scenes where he like interacts with Durden in yeah. front of, like never in front of other people but it's just always like... What the fuck is going on? I guess, like, you can make the argument, though, since you never see them
0: together. But you do see them together. You do see them together, yeah. Yeah, so it's just like... For me, what it's... If they zoned in on the... The reason I Meatballs watched the character. movie... Yeah, I, I liked the... Meatballs character is awesome. <laughs> I, it's the... I watched it for the relationship between Norton and Pitt. Like, that's what sold me on it. That's why I thought was interesting. And then it gets into all the other shit, and I was like, I... What? Were you, were you also weirdly attracted to Helen Carter, Helen Bohemian? I can't pronounce her middle name. <laughs> yeah, you know? I was like, because she's Norton. dirty looking, crazy. but I was like, all right, she's, <laughs> okay, listen. Here
1: we are. I, <laughs> yeah, like, I, I remember watching, I was like, okay.
0: She has a, I think it's just the passion she brings to any role she's in. It's the same thing with, like, Belichick's Lestrange, Just like, you know? Oh, no, I,
1: I was beyond that. I mean, I was, I
0: could, really? right, Emma Watson
1: was in that movie, but it was, like, oh,
0: yeah, good point. That's true. I was more than Emma Watson when I was, like, younger, and since then, I've just been kind of... Yeah, it's
1: creepy that I'm saying this, like, at my age. Like, yeah, when she was, like, what, like, 17? I was I was the same. I'm, like, the same age as she uh, I about to she say, you, yeah, that's fine. So we're fine. Yeah, it's not that creepy. <laughs> Emma Watson's a great actress. She is, and I mean, I wish she would do more. She was in The Bling Ring.
0: I never saw that. She's super hot in that movie. Really? That's her entire character. It's like, she's a dumb good-looking girl isn't she kind of smart though like she like she organizes that whole thing i watch it kind of like how i watch like spring breakers where it's like, uh, they're kind of
1: dumb i never watched for them. whatever reason it works for the movie but it actually the, bling ring is like true story so i guess like she's smart and i'm just like projecting
0: did you like spring breakers i'd heard
1: different things it, i mean i feel like you would like it truly sure, you you i mean you're a film major you know different things it some parts work some parts don't james franco is hit or miss some of the actresses are, but it's just, like, it, you get a sense that, like, Harmony is, like, Carmine? Corinne? Corinne? Something like, something, yeah. whatever. Mm, it's not like he's, <laughs> he's listening. He is, a, and he's yeah. like, damn it! He's, <laughs> like, the 13th listener, like, oh, these motherfuckers. <laughs> Goodbye, cast, <Cool>. notice. noticed. <laughs> like, he's having a good time, and it's just, like, it's super, like, it's somehow exploitative, but I never feel creepy watching it. Because right. I always feel kind of creepy watching an exploitative movie. Oh, yeah.
0: You can't help it. It's...
1: But it's just like these, like, younger, 18, 19-year-old girls in bikinis with guns. And I was like, I could do without the guns and the bikinis.
0: One or the other is fine for me. <laughs> I... James Franco, to me, is just the most interesting person in the world.
1: Like, not even... Act- I don't know
0: about it. Mostly. It's like, he's an alright actor, but he does everything, which he I was... admire. He... Yeah, because he's, he's, like, written a book, I think. He's written...
1: He's written... I know, a book of short stories a book. He's a teacher. He taught, he's teaching high school for like a semester. Mm-hmm. Damn. He's been in plays, he's a director, writer, he documentarian. He that soap opera. Yeah, General Hospital has showed up for a couple of episodes. That's Franco. I like the think like, if I was famous, I would be able to be,
0: do that because it's like, oh, I just feel like being a poet well, I this just want to, you know. And then uh, someone else who does that. He needs anyway. a better editor. Oh, yeah. I, I think it's weird to me because he's a strong enough actor that if he wanted to, he could be like looked at as like one of the greats. But he bounces around a lot. And I, I, I mean, I haven't
1: seen. I, I think 127 hours is the last movie I saw. Where I was like, he's really good in this. Yeah, I never. That's this the is the end. He's Trapped. Like I really
0: like this. He is. The end. This is the end. Is he's funny awesome in that? But other movie. than that, I'm like, I'm not impressed by Oz the Great and Powerful. Right. I'm not. Blown I never away. Even watched it. I was like, it's too much. Too much on my eyes. Go, go watch Army of Darkness. Same exact movie. Really? I'm not even... I'm, that's, not, like a, that's a good thing, it though, It sounds right? like a fucking
1: joke. Same exact movie. But isn't that good? It's worse. I mean, it's not <laughs> as good as Army of Darkness. Like Bruce Campbell uh, is so much better than James Franco in that movie, but... If you watch it, and there's... Side, I'm not the first person same there's like side by side comparisons really it's like almost the same movie the same beats that's really fucking weird yeah it's bizarre because they're like one's an r-rated <laughs> horror comedy action movie in the middle ages and one has like zach braff as yeah one zach braff's a
0: monkey <laughs> and there's a little china doll following around james franco that's fucking weird i'm gonna now i'm not gonna watch Oz Green Powerful bite on its own but I will watch them side by side. <laughs> yeah and you're like <laughs> oh this is, they both end up in a graveyard at this
1: marker he says the same dialogue that's, like the so Klaatu weird. Klaatu. that's a reference in that movie
0: because what shit. do I say
1: what's the magic words and
0: Sam Raimi did yeah he did both of them huh he's like ah oh, fuck it yeah he's like I don't want to do this <laughs> I'm getting a <laughs> paycheck I I what was it in he and that I saw recently? Oh, uh how the movie Bound. I didn't Ginsburg. see that yet, but I know uh, it's supposed to be good. He is he is really good in it, and I I'm still not like that familiar with Alan Ginsberg. But he, my sister had a problem with it. She was like, he doesn't look anything like him. I was like, that's, that's kind of hard. Yeah, that's like, a that's a
1: dumb. I yeah, I, I mean like, uh, Michael Fassbender
0: doesn't look like Steve Jobs
1: exactly, on, take, and look. Uh, Ashton Kutcher looks exactly like Steve Jobs and it was a bad movie.
0: I never saw it. I was it's like bad. I can't take it. He looks like
1: him and yeah. like you can tell, like you watch it and like Ashton Kutcher's acting.
0: Really? He's not like
1: it's not he's not doing a really good job, <laughs> but he's like he's acting the hell out of it.
0: <laughs> I saw like posters for it and stuff and I was like, I just don't. I think I would be interested in the Fastbender one. Just because I also really love Michael Fastbender. I was gonna say Aaron Sorkin
1: wrote it and that's
0: great. No, oh, that's awesome. So I'm fine with that. But I
1: mean it's I think Jobs is on Netflix, the Ashton Kutcher one. It's <laughs> It look it looks and feels like some of you would watch in not Lifetime, but maybe like the like USA. Uh, eh. And i was just like, because it was like B-list character actors, you're like, oh, that's that guy. I again.
0: recognize him from that thing I saw. Josh oh,
1: Gad's in it. Uh, Josh Gad's. Josh Gad. before Gadsden. he blew up. This is like one of his movies before he like did Frozen. Frozen. Yeah,
0: he's in that show now with um. It's about two comedians. Oh man, how am I forgetting the other comic's name? He's like a legendary guy. Uh. He's in a movie with another comic on FX, I think. Or not a movie, a TV show.
1: i You know, I've, I've
0: seen the trailer. I have no idea. Yeah, I can't remember the guy's name. Someone is... List- Billy Crystal, right? Maybe? Maybe. No? I don't know. It's an older, <sighs> funny person. That's not like David. Christ. Is Billy Crystal funny? I think so, right? He's considered he d- like... He did that racist
1: thing at the Oscars where he wore like, blackface. Wait, what? You don't remember that? No. He, when he hosted the Oscars last time, he did like a video sketch of like Midnight in Paris... But he played Sammy Davis Jr., <laughs> who you may or may not know is a black man, and Billy Crystal is, uh, I believe, white and Jewish. That's not hilarious. And it's just I'm like... terrible. And it was just like, people were like, what the fuck? But it's just great in Monsters, Inc., right? Yeah.
0: I think the first... Yeah, that's what I first knew him from, and then, of course, like, Carrie Met Sally. He's not like, you know, it.
1: Gene Wilder levels. No. Or, but, oh, I'd watch that show.
0: Yeah, but he's still... He's like a solid, you know... I think that's the guy in it. If I'm wrong, I don't know. You you don't care. I don't really care. I mean, I always care, but
1: I'm not. I'm not coming <laughs> out. I could like pull out my phone and be like, mm, and it's like hey. Josh Gad," but I'm not gonna watch the show. I'm not. Yeah, I doubt I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> so it's like it's it'd be nice to know so I can like pull it out at parties
0: because I'm like, I'm <laughs> never gonna watch. it. Hey guys, guess what? You guys see the new Billy Crystal TV show? They're like, it's not Billy Crystal asshole. I'm like oh.
1: <laughs> No, they would be like, Billy Crystal's a TV show? i be like, yeah, it's on FX with Josh Gazzard. That's not Billy
0: Crystal, you fuck. God damn it. The one fan of Billy Crystal. You know what's funny? This was our first topic. You see what I mean? Like, acting was
1: like... I know, because I was like, oh, I, but I like to remember that. every time we like missed something. I wanted to say, because you brought up, um, we were talking about uh, Eddie Murphy, and related to movie stars I enjoy. Right. and Nicolas Cage, my favorite actor. Really? Of all time. I think he's uh, phenomenal.
0: Or he's one choice. of my like favorites that. of all time,
1: and he does a lot of. I mean, he's famous for do, now doing a lot of uh, crazy roles. Less less than <laughs> uh, critically acclaimed movies, which I should say watch most of them because he do, he never phones in a performance. That is true. Besides the Left Behind, I oh I couldn't even believe he. That was when I, I was like, he, I can't believe he did it because it's like oh that doesn't even look good, and he he's really that one it looks like he phones in, but he does occasionally he'll do like a fantastic movie like joe just came out
0: oh that's it's on, on netflix, netflix go
1: watch that because it's like his
0: return to form mm-hmm. and he's phenomenal in it i just saw the poster and i was like this looks cool Or oh, he's, got, he's got that messy giant yeah. beard it looks like gritty i saw okay there was an episode of how did this get made where they talk about it's a movie with nick cage where uh his family's taken hostage uh uh taken no not taken it? uh, it's stolen i think something like that. Is it really... With Nicole Kidman? Yeah. Trespass. Or... Trespass, yeah. Yeah, I saw it. His, and I. there's a scene where... And that's... he's the weird... It, it, like, I have you. Did you see it? I never saw it. It's, one,
1: just to set the plot of the movie, Nick Cage, I believe, is a banker. Not a very good one. <laughs> but he lives in this beautiful house with his wife and daughter, and his wife is Nicole Kidman. That makes sense. And, uh, granted, you know, I... Sure, Nick Cage is like a really fascinating person to talk to. I've read interviews with him. I've seen interviews. <laughs> is this your way of saying he's not attractive? <laughs> no, no, but no, I think I think some people would find him attractive. Yeah. I don't think he's ugly, but it's like Nicole Kidman looks like she was carved out of marble. Oh, yeah. She's gorgeous. Like she's 40 something st- stunning. Yeah, absolutely. And so you just watch it. It's like, I guess he's. Like, I, and you watch it, he has a great personality in the movie, because he's insane at certain points. Yeah. Like, there's a guy holds a gun to his head, and just he starts, like, babbling about codes. It's all relevant information, but the way he does it is like,
0: I, captivating. There, there was one scene I saw of him in it where... And they played it on the episode, like, to show, like, how over-the-top he was, and I was like, I think I actually really liked it. Where it shows... He's, like, telling them, like... uh Go on, you hit the jackpot like you found what you wanted out of. <laughs> you can leave us alone <laughs> yeah and i was like he really like you said he doesn't phone anything in he I've, just went for it no matter
1: what he's always the best part of any movie agreed he's never the worst part like agreed. Kick I, ass. I was gonna say i like kick ass a lot he's easily the best part of kick ass he is is it's so? I I wanted him to be more on screen during Kick-Ass, I Oh was yeah. Like, what is going on? Because he never played it crazy, but you knew he was. Fucked. But it
0: was offbeat and like it was he something had that weird, weird. Mustache that he chose. Yeah. The like the the way he spoke, like the like Adam stuff. West. Yeah. That's like, awesome. what he's doing. I was just like, this is a
1: great. But yeah. Like so, I, I go through on Netflix. I watch every single, and I know they're not going to be good. <laughs> Like, and not even because of him like there was one Seeking Justice where you start his wife was January Jones once again also the title is Seeking Justice yeah <laughs> he was Seeking Justice in case you were just, once again January Jones is on Mad Men yeah stunning woman she's beautiful and then it's Nicholas, and Guy Pierce is in it and it's like it's like a normal thriller, but just watching Nicolas Cage trying to... I think he's like running around New Orleans. <laughs> thats That sounds
0: like a nightmare for some reason. Oh, it's like... It's like Nick Cage losing any city.
1: One of his movies, I think it's Stolen, never mind. Uh-huh. He's like a master thief trying to recover diamonds in New Orleans during Mardi Gras. And it's a nightmare. He, Why? Because he, he's just like... Because, like, it's not shot, like, it's scary, but if you put yourself, like, on the street, not as him, but if you see him, he's just (laughs) bug-eyed with a tire iron, like, opening up cars. Holy shit. Trying to find, like, his missing daughter and diamonds. That alone...
0: Wait, he's trying to find his daughter and diamonds? A lot of these movies, his daughter Did he not put the daughter above the diamonds? He's like, I can take a break from the valuables, but... I think his daughter was kidnapped, and he needs to
1: steal diamonds. Oh. In order... Because he's a super thief, and everybody knows him. It's... (laughs) Once again, uh,
0: there's a lot of twists and turns with this movie. Nick Cage is just—he's—he's he's one of those—he's an enigma. But I read something once, I think it was actually from Roger Ebert who said like Nick Cage is like the best of like his generation, and like he's—he pointed out he said something about Nick Cage specifically having like his own style. Yeah, I don't remember like what this. I know, I know the quote but, you're talking about, but it's yeah. like. If you look at it,
1: what he did, like, Raising Arizona, and then Leaving oh, Las Vegas, and then Wild at Heart. Yeah. And it's just, like, three completely different movies, three different genres, because, like, Raising Arizona is a Looney Tunes cartoon. He plays yeah. Bugs Bunny. Or... Wait, what? I've heard Raising Arizona is a weird... It's, like, a weird comedy by the Coen brothers, but they took inspiration from, like, the old Roadrunner Wiley E. Uh, Coyote cartoons. Wow. And I I think uh, Nick Cage was supposed to represent uh, the Roadrunner. Hmm. And he's got like crazy fucking hair. And he, the whole plot is he steals a baby. He kidnaps a baby for his wife. Oh. And it's weird. It's a weird movie. But then he plays an alcoholic who kills himself by drinking. He wants to die. so he, And he won the Oscar for that for best actor. And then he does
0: David Lynch's. Uh, Which is. Art. I'm. Eh. You don't
1: like David Lynch?
0: I do like David Lynch, but sometimes. I I like him overall. Some I'm not like a fan of Twin Peaks. No. Ugh. I've only seen select parts of uh, Wild at Heart, and I ne- my brother is always telling me like that's like one of his best ones, man. But I, 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 I I'm a, I'm I'm a upset you don't like Twin Peaks. Oh, dude, I watched the first episode, and I was like, this is really good. I started the second episode, and I was like, this is too fucking boring. I can't. Oh, no, it go. It gets
1: fucking. It's. I am. It gets so crazy. And so weird that I'm shocked it was on ABC.
0: Really? Actually, shocked. my brother and I were talking about, because we were talking about, like, why Hannibal hasn't, why... The, why that's allowed, because that is a yeah. nightmare of a show. And, and not was, even scares it. It's the it's goriest gory. thing I've seen. But it's, like, beautiful. And he was saying, like, he's surprised that a network has let it be on, and he was like, yeah... I know you don't like Twin Peaks, because my brother's a huge Twin Peaks fan. And he yeah. was like, Let's get your brother over here. <laughs> he's he's going to be on it eventually, and I'm pretty sure that's all he'll talk about. And he was like, yeah, this is one of my favorite quotes from him. And he was like, it's just weird that a network let David Lynch Lynch so hard. <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> he, got, he got two seasons,
1: and it just basically... Like, there was almost no... There had to be no show notes. Yeah. <laughs> Outside of, like, the whole plot of the show, for those who haven't seen it, you should see it. I'm not going to spoil anything, is who killed this one girl. Right. Dead within the first, the opening scene. And the only show, mandate was like, you got to reveal the killer. But it is just so fucking weird. I mean, I'll give it another shot. I reckon, I, I mean, I watched the show, because I, I knew it was a cult hit, and I was like, all right, I like culty things.
0: And it's that three-episode thing again, maybe we're like... Because I really liked the first episode. The third episode is where
1: it starts getting... Because like, the, fir- the first two episodes, it's mostly him. Right. Where you, uh, Kyle McLaughlin's character is like a very offbeat. And you him I say. do like in it. Yeah. I was like, this is a cool guy. But the third episode is where it starts getting... What the fuck? <laughs> and then it just slowly devolves into just pure insanity. I'm gonna... Like nightmare insanity.
0: I'll give it another shot. Lynch does nightmares things well. So. The scariest movie I've ever seen was Inland Empire. Inland Empire's fucking weird. And I'm going to tell you, like,
1: you know, and I'm not, I don't want to derail, I'm not going to go into the whole thing because I hate stories like this most of the time, or we'll talk about it later, but. The first time I ever did Mushrooms, (laughs) we didn't know when we put on David Lynch's Inland Empire.
0: Any David Lynch movie is terrible, but especially, oh my god.
1: And I, that's, it was the scariest thing I've ever watched in my entire life. Jesus fucking Christ. Just those rabbits. Uh. And then Laura Dern's like, at the end she has like a weird mask
0: face. I don't even think I could be sleepy watching that. I (laughs) I was terrified the entire movie. And I was (laughs) tripping, and I just wanted to leave, and I couldn't. What do you think your favorite is by him?
1: I'm going to say, like, still, I'm going to have to go with, uh, Twin Peaks is still, like, just the work so, of Twin Peaks, I think, mm-hmm. sums up everything Like Blue Velvet's fantastic. Blue Velvet's amazing. Um, mm-hmm. you know, he was a, a director of Return of the, uh, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. David Lynch? Yeah, he was, I think Return of the Jedi, he was the original director.
0: What? That's they actually offered, my favorite one. They oh, offered shit. it
1: to him, and imagine that. God damn, that would have been a fucked up movie. And that's why he did Dune, is because, they, like, they... Went with somebody else. I forget the director right now. I don't remember. And he did Dune instead. And it's not like Dune's a weird movie. It's not yeah. like a good movie. But. I just imagine, like, what would have happened?
0: It would have just been, like, Luke Skywalker, like, tripping balls. The whole... I just imagine <laughs> it's, like,
1: the one scene where it's,
0: like, Darth Vader, the Emperor, and
1: Luke. I'm like, this would have been a nightmare. That would have been fucking terrifying. This would have, like, obviously somebody would be hallucinating. Or, like, he like, Emperor would just, melting. The like... Emperor would, like,
0: reveal his cow, and it's just, like, a mass of worms. <laughs> that would have been kind of amazing, yeah, though. Yeah,
1: Because I, I always forget Star Wars is a kid's movie, and yeah. it shouldn't be, because of you remember Return of the Jedi, where Leia chokes the shit out of Jabba? The yeah, and not like they cut away. Yeah, just, he had it coming, but like they focus on her with the chains around his fat little. And that's head. early in
0: the movie. I was just
1: like, "This is." If I was a child when I saw this, like in the theater, I'd
0: be like, "I don't know." Uh, I've got a weird boner now. <laughs> I don't know about this. Can we go home? And then Boba Fett falls into the asshole. I that scene where Luke just like the badass like head nod to r2d2 that was always that was when i was like okay like i this is my favorite one do you know a lot about star wars i i actually described this the other day to someone i am a star wars fan not a star wars nerd okay cause it's, it's, i know uh, a decent amount
1: well because the one thing i have to i always ask because it's it come i thought of it it
0: really messed me up is
1: why why do you think that the droids they gave the ability to the droids to feel pain and fear oh wow
0: <laughs> oh god how, that's how a... fucked
1: up are the people in this universe holy shit that they get c-3po feels fear the entire series <laughs> he's terrified out of his mind It's like guys just
0: take out this one code yeah. and
1: he gets hurt and he's like oh like he's in pain and fear the entire movie and he cannot walk fast that's true and
0: it's like, why did they do this? Why did
1: Anakin, as a sociopathic little boy, <laughs> that has to be it.
0: Even RTD two, it's implied, like he, you know, no, he, he, if he gets hit, he's like, oh, yeah,
1: yeah. But in the in the first movie, the the Phantom Menace, the, the droid army feels like they yeah. feel fear and they
0: feel pain. And it's like, why? If you're making a robot army, why are they feeling pain and that, fear? That did always bum me out a little. I remember specifically in Revenge of the Sith when. Obi-Wan and Anakin are just, like, killing those, like, droids and stuff uh, on this ship in the beginning of the movie, and they're saying these, like, funny things, like, oh, no. They're quipping, but the robot's like, ah! <laughs> Like, don't and hurt us. And they're just chopping off arms and heads. <laughs> I'm like, god damn. I do remember as a kid, I never really thought about it that much, but being a little, like, oh, well, they're funny, you don't have to kill them. <laughs> but then other, and it's not just them, other robots feel pain and fear, like all the ship
1: droids. Yeah. Which make a little bit more sense, but, like... But it's still a little like take out that one thing. Like why? I don't, I just I don't know the answer why. And I'm hoping one of the ten people that <laughs> listen to this can be like, I'll tell you why. <laughs> Put on their glasses and really let me have it. C3PO has a story to be told. He. I mean, I'm sure like it's not the EU anymore. It's whatever they're calling it. But yeah. I'm sure he has the D, plenty of novels. Oh,
0: I bet. He's I like, what was C3PO doing? I could never get in. To the Star Wars novels just because of the amount that there were. Yeah. I would just read, like, I'd go on, like, Wikipedia. (laughs) I love Wikipedia, because it's
1: it's worse than real Wikipedia, because I'd be like, what is... And I'd just go for hours.
0: (laughs) I, d- I
1: played the games. I didn't read any of the books or oh, comics. Yeah. I just played all the video games that came out. Did you like uh, Rogue Squadron? That was my favorite one. I never liked the, the ship combat. Really? I was never very good at like the space sim, mm-hmm. so I was always like, let's play KOTOR.
0: Oh, KOTOR is fucking awesome. <laughs> let's get uh, yeah.
1: Jedi Academy. Let's get Corran nice. going.
0: Alright. I did... I- in Rogue Squadron, because that was the first one I ever played. Yeah, game Yeah, I do remember thinking like, well, it, it would be a lot cool if I could like get out the ship and like use lights. was like, <laughs> and, like,
1: I don't know who I'm supposed to be, but like, I remember though that was the first game I, remember putting it in, and I was blown away by how pretty it was. Oh yeah, it looks awesome. And I don't know why, because I remember the game and thinking back, like what I know now is like, yeah. it, there was nothing there. You were in space. There was, <laughs> there was nothing there. I was like, dude, that one ship looked dope.
0: <laughs> they were like, we're going to focus a lot on just this, but... <laughs> the X-Wing is going to look done. <laughs> and everything else is just, like, gray, like, oh, it's industrial. I'm excited to see what they do with the ships and the new ones. Like, are we still going to have, like, an X-Wing, or will there be, like, a Z-Wing? <laughs> I mean, oh, there's definitely an X-Wing, because I know, um... Oscar Isaac's character. Oh, With that's the fame, right. The photo
1: that he always uses is him on the side of the next wing That's true. And he's, like, looking good. But but I'm I've...
0: so excited for him to be in that, by the way. I love Oscar he's Isaac. He's blowing up, and he's, like, deservedly so. He's fantastic. Does it. Did you see a, a Most Violent Year? Yes. Did you like it? Yes. Okay, good. I know a lot of people thought it was boring. I really liked it.
1: Because, I mean, certain movies... And this is this is where I get a little pretentious with it, is like certain movies are not gonna appeal to like a larger audience. Sure. I mean, did you see the movie The Judge for Robert Downey Jr.? No. Like that that do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like that's gonna appeal to a large amount of people. That's yeah. like a middle brow drama.
0: Yeah. You know.
1: Now that I like middle brow dramas it sounds derogatory, just say middle brow. But I, I know what you mean, like But it's it's good and I think more movies like that should be made, but like most violent year, that's a challenging at points. I fucking loved the harsh it. I,
0: film to watch, and it's like that's not gonna play well with with like a big a audience. lot of people and like. You know. I think people expect it naturally. Because it's almost. he. It's a gangster movie about a guy who's trying the entire time not to be a gangster. <laughs> it really wants to be a gangster movie, except for Oscar Isaacs is like, I don't want to like, be illegal. Because even uh, Jessica Chastain in that, she's the gangster. That yeah, Lady Macbeth. She's like, yeah, she's like, let's fuck some shit up. And he's like, uh. You're going
1: to let them do that to you? are going to.
0: And I mean, if Jessica Chastain said, I'd do anything for her, so. She had the line of the fucking year in that. Where she says, uh, this was very disrespectful to the guy. And I was just always, like...
1: Because, like, normally, like, in a movie like that, you expect the guy to be like, well, oh, whatever. Yeah. But now I was like... Alright. Okay. okay. <laughs> We're not gonna go. This is... End of the scene. <laughs> uh... I wish
0: the next scene would have been, like, his head just is off. <laughs> she's like, well, I told you. <laughs> yeah, it, was very, it was a very... And this is, like, her cleaning a knife. <laughs> she's... She was in Inter- Interstellar. Now she's in, uh... The Martian. Another, like... I I want to say, like, they filmed it back-to-back. But <laughs> which would be great. Like, that, that would was, like, be awesome. Ridley Scott, you're up. <laughs> Matt Damon is an asshole in Interstellar, though, and I hate him so much. For the people that haven't seen Interstellar, he's, like, a big twist cameo. Oh, I'm sorry. That's <laughs> um, Spoiler alert, Nick. I,
1: I mean, I liked him in it,
0: uh, the, I love that movie I thought it was a little underrated to be honest with you I genuinely I, love it I, I liked it up until the ending and I, I was like I was taken immediately out What? Like what part of
1: it? The, like, the, the, the next dimension? The, no, no, no I was fine with that but how, how it was how she figured it out Oh, okay Like that made no
0: sense It was thematically they alluded to it with Anne Hathaway's character other than that no sense was made it was, it felt a little like you really had to suspend disbelief. Like, even more so. And I couldn't. I was like, this is... they are like, I like, already buy Matthew McConaughey as an astronaut. I did. <laughs> I was on board. And I was like,
1: this is a very rigorous scientific movie for the most part. They're mm-hmm. using a lot of things. And then up until the point, it was just like, love united them across dimensions.
0: I was like, bullshit. Was a like, she, I do like that speech that she has, though, where she's like... But I also see at the same time where people are like, you really use hardcore science for the rest of it and then you're like he could have
1: just like tapped out a morse code yeah,
0: or anything
1: else and it was love Love. it was the watch it It was was, (laughs) "Mm."
0: Uh, you're not doing it for me Chris Nolan I I saw that movie twice in theaters didn't see it in IMAX I wanted to
1: I couldn't they didn't have the I was away when it came out oh okay so I just saw it when I was uh, away from an IMAX
0: I my brother was high both showings and I remember the second one. He just looks up when the ship's going to space, like when Matthew McConaughey is finally on board. He just goes, "Whoa!" And I was like, "I want to be where he is right now."
1: I would never want to watch that. The first time, I would want to be sober. Oh yeah. I would never want to be high both times. And like, you're not getting the different you're not experience. This. You're just doing it again. He was like, "It was so good the first time. I had to do it again, <laughs> man." That's how you go in the first time sober, and the second time, <laughs> if you want. <laughs> You know, I got through uh, *Mockingjay*. Not *Mockingjay*. *Catching Fire*. Oh, *Catching Fire* is uh, a good one. I snuck in about a six pack, and I just showed really? *Mike's Hard Lemonade*. That's awesome. In the back of the theater, I just watched that with my friend.
0: Mom, I think there's a kid drinking back there. It was like, it was like eleven o'clock. No,
1: it was like four weeks, five weeks after the movie came oh, out. Oh, so everyone it had by it. ourselves <laughs> shooting back Mike's
0: Hards. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it was great. That's a good movie. Yeah, and then like, that was like, the last thing I remember seeing Philip Seymour Hoffman, and then. My biggest, oh, there's a movie we watched with him, uh, it's an older, well, not that old, probably like 10 years, Before the Devil Knows You're Dead, it's like a super acclaimed movie, and I was not into it. I like Philip Seymour Hoffman, it's him, Ethan Hawke, Marissa Right, Temer. I know the movie, I've never seen it. I wasn't into it, and it's like a super acclaimed, I hate that when there's like an acclaimed movie, and I, even if I don't like it, I feel like I understand what other people liked about it. I can usually do that, I usually, um, I don't like a lot of Terrence Malick movies, Terrence Malick did. Tree oh, of Tree life. of Life. Ugh. I hear so much shit about that movie. I wasn't a fan.
1: All my friends are like, I loved it, it was mind blown. <laughs> I was like, man, it's
0: kind of dumb. <laughs> Not
1: on it. I've heard,
0: I've heard maybe two people say that they really liked it. Everyone I, else was kind of. People like, loved it. It was like really highly critically acclaimed, and
1: I'm mm-hmm. just like, I don't see it. Um, and so the Blind Side.
0: People, Terrence Malick did the Blind Side. No, fuck no. Oh, it's about no, to say what? fuck no. I feel like that'd be that's like, that's like People love that movie. I'm like, this movie sucks dick. Like, I never even saw it. I was like, I... Just seeing the... To me, it's a little condescending. Oh, like, super condescending. It's like... Not even a little. It was like really offensive. I couldn't even bear to watch it. I was like, okay, like, white family takes in a big... It's as like a blonde soccer mom goes
1: into a group of black thugs. And I'm saying the race because it's important that you get soccer mom Sandra Bullock go to <laughs> hardcore gangsters that the football player runs with and just shakes her finger like you don't leave him alone and they do like that's hey, the most boys, insulting up. thing yeah listen players and you're just like what the fuck and she won the Oscar and that's the only time oh, I can remember being fucking furious that's position. crazy
0: to me still that she won the Oscar for I was that. like this is bullshit no one Everyone else deserved it more. Oh, my God. No I one I can think of deserved it less. I was genuinely shocked at how that movie was blowing up. Like, I was like... "This Because it's like... like The Judge. It was like a very middle brow. Right. And I was like, this is stupid. Fuck this movie. <laughs> Look, that's something we really... I'm excited for that era, no matter how long it takes to be done of, like, the... Uh, you know, white woman or man coming in and like—it's coming. I mean, uh, dear white People's
1: on Netflix now, I'm so more, excited to watch more that. people are going to be able to watch that. But I think it's Oscar Isaac is
0: uh, is leading movies now, that's and that's true. great. He's he's going to be in Star Wars and X Men. That's yeah, like the he's done. He's already—I'm sure like he's not feeling pressure at all. Oh no, he's like I got
1: this. And I I mean I say like I want. Obviously, I want more diversity for everything. And yeah. I say that, vote as a white male. I'm voting against my own interests here. <laughs> but I want more roles for everybody else, because it's yeah. more interesting for me to watch. Yeah, it... I don't want to watch Ryan Reynolds do Blade
0: Trinity again. Oh, God. I we you know what's funny? When I was a kid, that was my fucking movie. There was a the vampire Pomeranians that <laughs> really did it for you. I... And I remember watching it, and my dad came out, and he was like, you're watching this again? And I was like,
1: Chad, it's great.
0: <laughs> you don't get it.
1: I want to be bladed. <laughs> Do
0: you want to be bladed? I... Because life sucks right <laughs> now. You That's know what? It's the shittiest line. I wanted to, but I was probably Patton Oswald in that movie. <laughs> so... I'm still <laughs> Patton Oswald. <laughs> Years later, it's says like Nothing's changed. <laughs> I just thought it was the cool... I was like, it has everything. It's action. Blade is facing, like, all these... Inter- I'm <laughs> laughing. I'm laughing. I am i did not hate Ryan Reynolds at that point. The girls making me feel things. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but... Dracula was a bitch in that movie. It, it was a real dick. And they always called him, a uh, Drake. That was, like, the thing. Like, well, I don't know why. That's not, Like, call him, like, Vlad. <laughs> why
1: just Drake? <laughs> but it's like, I hate... And this is, like, a personal pet peeve, and, um... Van Helsing with you, Jackman, did too. I hate when there's, like, when my image of Dracula is not held up. Right. Like, I want to see a Christopher Lee, Gary Oldman-style Dracula.
0: Right. And when it's just, like, a weird, and feminine British guy, I'm like, I don't know. care about this. Have you seen the Dracula in uh, Buffy, the Vampire Slayer? I I have never seen Buffy. Really?
1: No, I, I, I've i seen episodes that it wasn't, it wasn't for me. I mean, okay. I, I should. I feel like I should watch it
0: just because it's um, part of the nerd culture. There's a very, it's funny, because one, like, one of the Is first it bad? People, is it, like, not cool? He, it's in a very winking way. Like, he's, he's powerful, and Buffy's, like, scared of him, but then at the end, she just kind of, like, kicks his ass, and it's like, oh, whatever. It's a very winking, like... I, it's like, when you put in, like, creatures like that, like, such iconic
1: things. Yeah. And it's always risky bringing in your, uh, end to your show, like, because Buffy can't lose. Yeah. Oh, no. But if, like, I hope that was near the end of the show's run.
0: That was, yeah, season five.
1: Like, if she beats Dracut, like, where are you going to go with the king of all vampires? Yeah.
0: Like, what goes next? Because that's how he's always portrayed. He's like, he's not. And he one. doesn't die at the end, though. Okay. He, like, turns in, like, she catches that, and then he, like, turns into a bed and just kind of goes away. <laughs> he's like, I, I don't Ugh. have to do this. <laughs> yeah, But, it, like, you won. Like, what's, he's not going to come back, like, mm, next time. <laughs> I just always thought that was, like, a very, that was the time I could take, like, taking this big figure and, like. I don't even want to say dumbing it down but doing something different with it because it was a it was a very knowing like hey I yeah I I mean I should be able to I think it's just
1: like I like that character a lot like oh no different ways it. so it's like probably I'm a little bit more
0: critical than I should be so Blade Trinity Dracula was not your
1: yeah no I mean I, I enjoyed the <laughs> Vampire Pomeranians that's the only scene I remember the entire movie is Ron <laughs> runs like come <laughs> here dog and <laughs> <laughs> and that was supposed to be like a... He was scared. Yeah. And I was like, bullshit, you have guns. <laughs> Just step on them. Yeah. <laughs> There's only so
0: far that you can move their mouths.
1: My one issue I do remember thinking, though, is in the second blade... He has that, like, sun bomb.
0: Yeah. That killed all the, like, hundreds in, like, one second. It's like, where did those go? He's like, it's a it's a one-shot thing. I kind of regret using made, it. Yeah, if you made it, if
1: you own those, you can just
0: get them back. Like, you know how to make them. I, I don't think those movies cared at all about continuity or, you know. I was just, like, Ron Perlman, like, should come back for more things than those. And, uh, Del Toro did that one, right? Yeah, the, the second, second one? one, yeah. That's still crazy to me. Have you seen Pacific Rim? I love Pacific Rim. I haven't seen it. I still... I was in <sighs> Chicago when I
1: saw it. Really? I did a cross-country road trip. and
0: Oh, nice. We ended up in Chicago. I'm like, let's watch this. I wanna... I still wanna watch it. I just feel like they I feel like the experience of seeing in the theater is uncomfortable. Yeah, it's a lot better, but go watch it.
1: Because as, like, uh... Idris Elba. I just I love it. Uh... I just say Idris. I think yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. Mr. Elba. <laughs> <laughs> Sir... <laughs> Like, he's, like, one of the leads, and, uh, Mako Mori is the character's name, like, uh, Rinku something, I can't pronounce her name, obviously, either. And she's the other, the female lead, and it's just, like, you know, it's a little bit more, it's a more diverse movie, because, you know,
0: realistically, if the world's being attacked by giant monsters, you're gonna have to band together yeah, a little bit. Yeah, that just makes sense. I, we, I remember, it was a couple summers ago when it came out, we almost saw it, and, uh, I was gonna go with a group of my friends. Actually, Brandon was one of them who's gonna go too. And one of the girls in the group was like, No, actually, my stepdad Tom said it's really bad, so we should see the Kevin Hart movie instead. And I was like, I don't... What? I don't (laughs) care. Yeah, I was like, I don't know. Who the fuck is Tom? (laughs) I was like, I don't...
1: Okay, cool. Yeah, (laughs) I was just like, I like how my stepdad Tom said (laughs) I was just like, what does
0: Tom do for a living that Tom knows? Giant monster movies. And then they saw the Kevin Hart movie, and Brandon, of course, was not happy with it. (laughs) She was like, it was was just him talking about how greedy he is for a while. And I like Kevin Hart. And then a concert thing. And it's like, I'm not gonna pay ten bucks for that when I can see Mecca's like
1: Wait, what Was it was this,
0: like a stand-up film? It was a stand-up film, but he said like the first part is like Fans like talking about him and stuff So it's like him jerking off behind the camera <laughs> <laughs> 10, Basically With a fistful of cash Look how hilarious I <laughs> am yeah, you know. I was so glad I didn't go with him I was, And I still planned to see it But I never did Pacific Rim, not the Kevin Hart No, movie. Pacific Rim is fantastic, I loved it I mean, I wish it made more money, I think they're still making a sequel though I feel like he has the pull where he can convince a studio to be. Does he like, though? You don't think so? I think just the respect alone. You don't think so? I mean I'm trying to what did he have like his movies never really lost money but they're never like They've never been like box office hits, but I feel like he gets he gets nerd culture very Yeah, like, he, he's I mean I mean but they just shut down Justice of
1: Dark. Wait, what? He was writing a Justice League movie called uh, focused on like the darker mystical elements like John Constantine and Swamp Thing. What? And Dead Man with the Stars. I never heard of And Zantana. This. What? Yeah, Gamer Dutch was writing it was gonna focus on like these four people dealing with the dark mystical threats against the dc universe that's fucking
0: cool. called justice league dark and, and it would have been in the new universe thing they're doing
1: i think they were i think he rewrote it to fit it in there and um they just they pulled the plug what and then constantine didn't do well on tv i like the show i saw i still want to check it out it's a good show it's gonna be an arrow Yep, because they basically they're like hey we're, we're, <laughs> we, we guys, didn't get a season <laughs> two but
0: he matt ryan's still here man that is wow I don't know. I think there's at least a... There's a chance, I think. Because that movie, it didn't make much, but it didn't lose money, did it? Pacific Rim?
1: I think overseas. In America, okay. it didn't do well, as well as they wanted to, Probably but overseas... like... China, like yeah. yeah, China. Because China's... Uh, there's a Chinese robot that does a lot of cool stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, it played really well. In Japan, it played, obviously, pretty well. Right. You know, they invented that. So, it was mostly, like, overseas. And you'll see that a lot, like... Really uncomfortably, they'll start shoehorning in, like, this is going to appeal to the Chinese market. Oh. Uh, and this is, like, I remember in Iron Man 3, it was famous because they, re- they added scenes strictly to, for the Chinese market.
0: Did they really? Yeah. I'm trying to think
1: of what... They scenes. added, they, there was the, the, I believe, I'm going to assume she was Chinese scientist in the third movie. Oh. Oh. Like, she's, they added her for that, but then they shot more scenes with her for the international for the, release. Holy shit. Huh. Jessica played to play it, and that movie was... I mean, personally, my favorite Iron Man.
0: The third one? Yeah. Thank
1: you. My favorite Iron Man. They solved all the problems (sighs) with Iron Man. They did it. Emotionally satisfying arc. Yes! And it was just like, out of everything I wanted from Iron Man, this was it. People were like, oh, I didn't like the twist. And I was like, one, it wasn't a twist. Yeah. Because the whole point was that you would assume, just because of what he looked like, he was playing everybody's assumptions. Yeah. The marketing did that to people. Yeah. I was like, that's brilliant. I love it. Two, I mean, I love the, f- obviously I love the first movie and the second one. I mean, I mean I'm i fine with the second, second one for the most okay. part. Yeah. It's a lot of hate, but it's okay. Yeah, I love, I love Sam Rockwell. I wish he was in more. Yeah. But um, they, the first and second movie is just him fighting other robots and it's very boring. It's just like, because that's why they have all the cutaway shots to his face. Yeah. But it's like. Like this a, it's He's Tony Stark. Yeah, better
0: transform one. But in the third one, out of the suit, it's just him yes. doing it. I'm like, yeah, this is it. I can focus on him. Fucking think... I have told people... Because for a lot of people, Iron Man... Iron Man, for a lot of people, I think is still one of the best in Marvel's... I think universe. it's like, it's in the
1: top five. Uh, and it
0: is in the top five. five in, and it's great. Minimum. But Iron Man 3, I had the same thing with you, where I was like... Because a lot of people's complaint... I read an article the other day where they were like... Marvel movies, it's just the villain is always just something like the hero, but just yeah, and man. I hate that. I that's my main complaint. It's I so lazy, that. it's so lazy because it's, it's the same endings every time. And they were talking about it with Ant Man, which I still haven't seen, but they were Fantastic. like, he's the I'm so excited to see it. It's that. really good. Go see it as a as a, like I follow the drama behind the scenes. So good. I, I'd only seen uh, Scott Pilgrim at the time. That, like, it was coming out, oh, which is... so good. I watched it again this weekend. Oh, it's so good. Everybody should watch Scott Pilgrim. It's so fucking... Has Brandon good. seen Scott Pilgrim? I don't think so. We should watch Scott Pilgrim. We should watch... I... So let's pause this right now. Hey, hey guys, we'll be right back. <laughs> but... Put in a little music. I watched all of his other ones for the first time last week. Like right, I saw, you, I saw your Facebook updates. So... We're friends on Facebook. We are... <laughs> this is a true thing. I... Fucking... I don't understand how he's able to balance all of the things that he does
1: an insane like I uh, you just watched The World's End his mo- one his I think it's his oh, most recent one fucking loved it yeah and I was like I was blown away because it's funny it has a great legitimately great sci-fi and action sequences
0: sentimental
1: too yeah just the entire character between um Simon Pegg and Nick Frost it was like this is it this is so good yeah and it was just like you don't realize it's happening yeah well, like, Shaun of the Dead is the famous one for doing that but yeah. it's like This is a
0: really emotional movie. It was. I and I liked that they were they took Nick Nick Frost usually plays the type of character that Simon. And they reversed it. I loved that. And the fights I'd always heard like I was like People would say, like, there's a really cool fight scene in it. The one where they're in the bathroom... Oh, yeah. And the, I was it's like the bathroom-barroom fight so scene. So fucking red. And they're just like, holy... And it's violent, but it's
1: not It's not like, oh, shit. It's more yeah. like, oh,
0: shit. Like, and Great I, violence. I'd always heard, like, good things about Edgar Wright, but I'd only seen... I saw Scott program like, a little after it came out, and I was always like, how did this not make a billion dollars? That's the... Well, like, if you show people, like, that I always
1: do this, like, I show somebody that doesn't know a lot about film. Right. It's like, they have an idea what a movie is... And what it should be, and you show them that, and just that movie breaks so many rules and boundaries. It's great. It really plays so does. Vi- it's so kinetic, it's, yeah. it's movement, and I love it. And Michael Sarah, everybody's great in it,
0: Every, fantastic. And I had actually read something the other day saying that, um, they thought that like obviously it like looked great and everything, but for them the the script was the weak point. And I was like, the script for that is amazing. Yeah, the script's hilarious. That has so many fucking just funny beats in, and like But it's like there's so
1: many jokes that aren't played like jokes. Yeah. Which I think is great.
0: It's so every the way those characters exist in every Edgar Wright movie, the way the characters exist in the worlds that they're in, so casual yeah. to crazy shit, is amazing
1: but it's like, it's not that they don't react to it yeah. or they
0: overreact to it it's like this is the world
1: they know like every character is written exactly they know what world they inhabit yeah so it's while well, it's bizarre that this indian guy starts Floating and fighting, everyone's like, "Oh well, I can
0: imagine this is the world we live in." Yes, this half. This is a thing. My one of my favorites is the cutaway to Anna Kendrick when he starts singing. She's just like, "What?" And that's the only part where people, are, where there's even a semblance of someone being like, "This is weird." And, and she's like very small. Role. I love her in the moment. She's so good. My one of my favorite uh, roles. I think it's is it uh it's one of the colkins i forget which one a uh, kieran colkin yeah movie? he's so fucking good oh, i'm just movie. He,
1: I'm mad he didn't get more after that because right. like, he stole the show every scene
0: so just i not even deadpan as much as i don't just know just laser accurate it. for yeah. every line reading so fucking good like the great weird understated
1: physical comedy oh yeah where he's drunk and he just <laughs> jumps in <into> the bed <laughs> I
0: was like, That's he throws the keys in his face and just...
1: Ame- it's like one sequence, one take, and it sounds like if, you know, we obviously know movies, and it sounds like it's not a lot. It's like, oh, he just throws it. Oh, you know, no. That, the fact that they got it like
0: that, that quickly, and he was able to... It's such a precise move. amazing. There's one, um... So I remember when I first watched it, this was... There were so many jokes in that movie, but this was the one where I just died laughing, was, uh, where, um... He's fighting Lucas Lee. Yeah. And uh <laughs> Chris uh, Evans. Yeah. Uh, before he got big with uh Captain America. And Kieran Culkin uh is like uh ask him how it feels to have a sloppy <laughs> second he's like, <laughs> Scott turns around, he's like, How does it feel? And he just punches him. Like, it's such a quick th- Edgar Wright does like motion. Like you were saying, like yeah. it's so kinetic. Just when he's skateboarding down the, the ramps. Yeah. It's like it's all green screen but you feel like already's moving really yeah. fast. And you see like the points building up and everything yeah. it's like so and even I'm not a big gamer but it still felt so like like I get even you if you just know what it know, is know, yeah. It's
1: so it's he it plays with the idea it's like the universal out like everybody knows the gold coins yeah exactly and that's there or like the, the 8-bit references nobody's gonna know like Gears of War yeah. references, but they're gonna get Mario yeah or things like that because that's that's part of our culture, our culture at We're this done. point yeah
0: but he, and I'd actually, um, <clears throat> Hot Fuzz was one I liked a lot. It's probably my least favorite by him, but I think I can it, yeah. But I think it's the funniest at the same time. Okay. It really fucking made me laugh from beginning to end. The first time I saw it, I didn't actually watch it.
1: Because mm-hmm. I, I just had a, it was my first girlfriend, so obviously I didn't watch a lot of movies. <laughs> <laughs> but the second time I saw it, I was like, that's eh, all right. I mean, I expected, some, I expected something like Shaun of the Dead. Right, that was my fault. And the third time, I was like, "I'm super into this you, movie." Yeah,
0: it is. It is a big departure from Shaun of the Dead, and that's what that was my fault. Cause I expected
1: something to be closer to like that style, and it yeah. wasn't. And I think that's part of the strength is it, it was able to make an actual legitimate cop buddy cop.
0: Yeah, yeah, movie. That movie just killed, and I—I I mean, I'm still, I'm—I'm I'm kind of still reeling from Edgar Wright's style because I just watched all these last week, and just I watched all the, the quick inserts. Like, it's so awesome and we were watching it was actually because in class we were watching um uh, a film series called every frame of painting right and uh he just breaks down different stuff and he was like what makes com how can you make comedy funny with the camera and he brought up at the rate yeah yeah and that's exactly what it is he does all the quick cuts the zooms. well i
1: mean people and i think like if i was gonna teach it, it was like editing has so much to do with not just drama or horror but like comedy oh yeah it's all cause comedy's all timing that's all it is. Yeah. You have to know the timing. 100%. And Edward knows timing. Because he, oh. he got to cut his teeth on doing the British sitcom Spaced. Which I'm so excited to watch. Yeah. I, and watch it. If, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, if you like Shauna did, that's basically Oh, I'm so excited it, But it's that. like, he uses, he, jokes are done with editing rather than anything else. Right. The jokes are through the editing. And I think that's so important. So I'm glad that like your teacher was like, if you want... Learn this for you to do a comedy. I mean, oh, Anchorman yeah. does it in a much more subtle way. Because mm-hmm. I love Anchorman. I've
0: never seen Anchorman. No. Oh, I've always. Anchorman's I don't so know. good. Really? Anch- I will check it out.
1: Anchorman is, I think, the. Only, I know I'm not alone, which is weird. Oh, yeah. The first time I saw it, I was like, yeah, I'm not a fan. It was alright. Mm-hmm. The second time, it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. What
0: do you think Like changed it?
1: I don't know, and I. I read an interview with a or i listened to an interview uh with david Kochner, who yeah. played champ He's in the funny. movie and he says like it happens to me all the time people didn't like it the first time but they said the second or third time they
0: saw it it was the funniest thing could was... just be like an adjustment to the type of humor and stepbrothers the same way like, I, I was, was ready stepbrothers but the
1: first time i saw it i was like eh. yeah
0: the second time stepbrothers i can quote like the entire movie. movie it's a funny fucking movie and those are ones that the only thing they need to me to bring it over the edge is if they just took that, like, let's, or the humor's there, but let's do things differently with, like, the camera.
1: Well, it's like, in that one, what I originally was gonna bring up is that Edgar, not Edgar, right, um, Adam McKay, who's the director of Step Brothers and Eggman, does Mm -hmm. zoom-ins, adds in a close-up, and it's not as obvious, or that. but he knows how to cut up the joke, so it's not just, like, Woody Allen does the exact opposite.
0: Right. He's, the jokes are just two people
1: talking. Yeah. Which I love Woody Allen movies. It's do.
0: it's That's reliant so much
1: on the dialogue. Yeah. And he said, the do- I'm going to be confident in my actors and the script. Yeah. Well, Edgar Wright, since so much... Imp- not Edgar Wright. How do we say that? Adam McKay, there's so much improv. No. Yeah. He's... You have to work around cutting around it, but also making it cohesive and funny. I think he's uh, really skilled in doing that because that's a hard, hard thing to do. Oh, yeah. Very.
0: I... And they were saying that just so many... Comedies we have now will be cut to one person talking, cut to another person over the shoulder shot. So, yeah. It's, it's that's not funny. It's not funny to watch. It's not. It just it gets, and it's with so many now that it's like I feel. And I don't I'm know. a
1: comedy snob, so I watch. I'll watch like a comedy, and be like, that's not really funny.
0: Yeah, and
1: you know, it's what the old saying: comedies in the wide shot, yeah, tragedies in the close up, and that's the I think that's true for a lot of things, is that because you don't want to cut away, so it's just. The wide shot, we're sitting down right now, in front of your computer, wide shot of both us talking is going to be funnier than, insert shot me, insert shot you, over the soldier, soldier. Shoulder? (laughs) (laughs) What happened? It's always going to be better than that. Sorry, I just took a drink of water, which is
2: not
0: very good (laughs) for strictly an audio-based podcast. That could be like an ASMR thing, and people enjoy it. Oh yeah, it's like, oh, this is real. (laughs) This is off the cuff. Shouldn't consider, you know,
1: make this bigger, we'll get a camera going.
0: I actually am planning all on it. doing that at, at some point. Putting in a camera. That would be awesome. When I get more than, like, 15 listeners. I bumped it up from 10 earlier. That- <laughs> I, I know. So we're, like, up, there was, like, 6. And I was like, let's get to 13 now. we're
1: like, 15 listeners are. We're picking up as we're recording this.
0: Okay, as I... I have to pull up... Let me see. I'm pulling up the music contribution for today's episode i want to bring up another topic and that is you have have a music company huh there's who
1: who, oh at the end of every
0: episode i play music uh by different artists uh local i'm assuming that you know wait i'm assuming it's somebody you know um or is it like for Jake now room. they are but i'm actually playing a drake song at the end <laughs> it's gonna be running through my what's the name of it? running through running through the six is that the name will, of the song i think i just know the, i know the line just i see that all the time on the internet so i <laughs> yeah. but for now it's local but i would like to eventually like if the podcast picks up some steam have other people you, do know. you have hopes for that huh do you have hopes that's gonna pick up i i say this on the air putting you on the spot
1: do you think this is gonna be something
0: i you know what i'm optimistic and here's i'll tell you why i i mean because i'll say you took my idea wait what do you mean because i i always want i always wanted to start
1: my own podcast i always wanted to do something mm-hmm. like because i was i was like oh i could do a movie one right like, there's so many of those what i'm gonna do I just came with to do, this. oh, I'll just have normal people, or oh normal people, come on, and we're just gonna all either ask about like <laughs> three or four different things, and we'll just talk, and it'll be like different sort and then I saw that you were doing, it, and I was like, well, there's the idea,
0: well, you could do it, and we could be rivals, just play that up over the like <laughs> it's like uh uh WTF with Mark Marin and you made it weird with Pete well, Holmes yeah it was like one of us is going to be the better one, <laughs> one I, I like, like bo- both of them a lot I know I,
1: I do I do but like clearly I think Mark Marin's a better interviewer <laughs> and I like I like Pete Holmes do not going to wrong Oh Pete Holmes is awesome and I love his I love the style to the interview cuz I was going to take a lot of that and just like just the basic like
0: let's do relationships and then we'll do something else well that would already make it different because mine mine literally started off with random topics and until recently when my last guest was like nick i can't talk about the fucking mandolin in your closet for the that long <laughs> i literally there's just a plastic mandolin What's and up? she was like i can't talk about that you should have your guest like, oh i can about talk about stuff anything like, like, this really is, this is why it's great for me i can go on really yeah i have no problem i did improv for oh the that's true. A lot. i'm so nervous about our improv game
1: yeah, I mean, <laughs>
0: I'm really bad at improv. <laughs> I
1: I did it in high school, I did it in college. Um uh, so it's
0: it's not that hard as long as you do it. Yeah. Are you going
1: to you got to you got to commit to it.
0: Yeah, I see the thing with me is I'm a very I like doing a lot of things by myself, which is funny then who doesn't <laughs> but at this so improv for me is a very scary experience where it's like oh shit like i'm really relying on these people and the last time i did it because i would do it in theater like in right. high school but the last time i actually tried like i did it here at the school i went to the first practice thing they had for improv one they weren't very good. it was horrifying because i did the thing that you're not supposed to do and I laughed at my own joke. Boy, I, I love laughing. I couldn't help Especially it when no one else laughs. It was this was a painful no one else laughing though. This was everyone looking like okay cuz and it wasn't even, granted it wasn't that funny but we were trying to decipher like a code for a bomb and then we found out what the code was and I was like you guys chose me the new kid to state like the big punchline and it ended up, I said the title of the book, like, uh, Are You oh, There, it's God? Oh, God of those. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. And I, I said, Are You There, God? It's me, Margaret. And I, I cracked up, and everyone else just kind of laughed. Oh, goes, no, that's bad. He, he was like, Just just try not laughing at your own stuff. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I'm a stand up. Like, that's. Uh. Uh, no, for me,
1: it was. We're dealing it with was World's Wars, which is basically stand in the line and the audience is like world's worst baker right and then person goes up and they does do their impression of whatever the world's worst mm-hmm. and it was it was like my first time really doing improv in front of an audience and it was world's worst gymnast oh god crowded auditorium and I basically <laughs> get up there and I'm like alright I don't say anything though I'm just hands are up like I'm preparing and I do a somersault without doing like I just roll on the ground <laughs> but I act like it's the biggest deal I've ever done and no one laughs oh that's painful and then I like hide. but I don't go back. I take a bow and behind me I just hear like quiet laughter from everybody else I'm like Nailed it. I got the other people. To
0: hey, that's what's important. The people that know, like, comedy were laughing. Yeah, I was like, the people on stage thought it was funny. I just want to be like,
1: fuck everybody here, man.
0: I think that that's the best when you, like, just commit to something. You're like, even if people don't think oh, it's it was like... was hard. I want to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to die. I, that has happened to me in stand-up words like, and you just have to get used to where It's like some nights you're on yeah other nights it's just I had I went up last week and jokes that killed the week before where'd you go up? uh Nichira. okay I I did that like once or twice it just it wasn't my night I was not having a great night already and so like, <laughs> I was already a little more like deadpan than usual right and nothing was going over. And I was just like, uh, this is happening so, so. Once I, I said into the mic about a year ago, I was like, well, I guess this is what bombing is like. You think people might throw you a pity laugh? Nope. No one does. They're like, you're right. This, this is. This imagine how bad we feel. Imagine.
1: I, it you're was, up there. We it, have to listen. We,
0: it was such a terrible Especially when you pit. think you're funny. Right. I've I've had to... Like, when I started doing stand-up, I was like, let go of any idea that you're funny. And just tell jokes that you like, see how people react to them, and just adapt. Don't do jokes for people. Dude, but I do jokes for me. Yeah, and yeah. see what works, you know? Because I've seen, like, the kind of stuff I like that does and doesn't work. Like, what people can and cannot connect right, to. Right, and
1: listening to, like, the podcast that you listen to helps out a lot.
0: It helps so much. And that's part of the reason I started doing the podcast was because, like, okay, this will kind of help me be able to th- be more on the spot, you right. know? Be- especially because a lot of these, like, I just write down, like, topics. Yeah, you have to just... be, you're being present right now. It's just like, let's it, see what happens. Let's see, we're gonna Yeah. We'll start with the acting,
1: and we're gonna end up stand-up comedy. Yeah.
0: And I, I mean, I even, I put the improv game into the show where it's like, I know I'm gonna be bad at it, <laughs> and I know it's gonna be a terrible experience, but it'll just push me, right. you know? With, I mean... That's how I I'm I'm
1: more I would much rather do like improv than stand up. I do I've done it in the past. I did it at Boardwalk Bowl. I think it is. Oh yeah yeah. They have I'm like a you? like a sad little. Have you done it there before? <laughs> no. But it's a pathetic in a bowling alley. Like it's called like <laughs> Chuckles Comedy Lane. And it's yeah. It, I bombed and it was just sad. I wanted to die. I will say that a lot, which is, like, people are drinking and talking over you. Nobody Uh, cares that you're there. You hear pins going. Shut up, we want a bowl. He's like, what's that guy doing?
0: He's telling jokes.
1: Oh, sweet. And then just, like, I'm up there, like, all
0: right. Hey, everyone.
1: Doing jokes that aren't appropriate for the area. Oh, God. It's, like, like personal things. Like, really depressing, dark things that are funny about me. And just, like... They want to hear... They didn't want to hear anything. They weren't there for comedy. They were there in a bowl. It was, like, a drunk waitress, like, all right... The girl who does, like, trivia night. It was like, all right, we got a comedian coming up.
0: Give round of applause. Was it one of those things where from the round of applause you could tell it wasn't gonna... Like, that's how many people... Yeah, there was, like, like, (laughs) like 20 people or whatever, and there three people like... Scattered claps. All right great and Sweet. like I, I didn't tell anybody what it was doing so like i
1: don't want people to be there if i i knew i was gonna fail i didn't yeah. want people to see me fail
0: yeah i'm i'm like that sometimes where um i usually don't invite people but for me now it's at the point where i don't invite people because your friends a lot of times will laugh because they know you and it's like that throws me out of it a little bit i need to see i need to know if the jokes are working because they're funny or because yeah. you know who I am. Or because, yeah, I need to see, like, from strangers' reactions what is working and what is not. I'm trying to switch to long form, which is fucking hard. It's yeah. like... I, it, see, that's what I like in comedy. Yeah, that's my favorite.
1: And I was just like, Mike Ribiglia. He's my favorite of all time. Or, like, yeah, I love Mike Rubiglia. Like, I'll, any of anyway, them, i don't have to go into, like, all of who... Whoop, whoop. I guarantee so you
0: we're going to like Sunday the same grade. people. Yeah. So, but
1: it's, yeah, it's like long form storytelling, but it's I have like one, and that's about it yeah
0: it's it's do. hard to do my my friend Mike gave me some advice saying like you do the you write out the stories just normal and then put in the jokes, yeah, like, seeing where they will fit in and stuff, and I was doing that today, and I was like, this is still really fucking difficult like. The set of punchline is. I'm not even gonna say it's easier because that still takes a lot of effort.
1: Yeah, you have to make sure. Well, a lot of that is like directly funny. You yeah. have to be like Dimitri Martin is hilarious. He's so fucking good because it's
0: just this. Is,
1: you know it's a joke. Yeah, and that's to me that sort of puts you at an edge where it's like if it's not funny, it's because the joke fails. Yeah, with the long one, I agree with your friend with Mike. Yeah, because I what I'll do is I'll tell you a story, and I'll feel like where I naturally want to add a joke in. And right. That's what I'll do. Okay.
0: That makes sense.
1: Yeah. It's, I always, I don't even, I try not to write it. I don't like writing it down. Really?
0: I have to. to I remember. write it down,
1: but then it's a lot of
0: it is How I'm just saying it. Right. So you do it like conversational. Like I'll that.
1: write it, and then i will be like, okay, this is this is story. Mm-hmm. This is A B C. I mean, how am I going to tell people? Because how you talk is different from how You're writing. Right. Absolutely. Unless you're like John Oliver, who who's like very <laughs> everything he sa- says is like written down. It sounds like it's written down. and smart. Yeah.
0: So for me, it's just like, ugh, oh, what if I threw out a fuck right here? Maybe, like, a shit here, shit there. No. And there was your fucking baby, man. Alright, this will be sweet. Yeah, no, the Fucking baby is where...
1: Pause here. I hate doing that. It's like, this is where you have to pause. This is, yeah. And
0: there's, like, if nobody left. You're like, that was a weird pause. That was, that's something that I'll explore, like... Like, I, I write my stuff down pretty specifically... But sometimes, like, if I'm doing it, I'll be able to play around with that later. Like, oh, maybe next time I'll, like, put this word here, drag this part out longer, make this pause longer. Just seeing, like, how people... But I actually, um... Just going back to, like, the, like, comedy and podcast thing, this whole idea was so... I mean, we talked about podcasts. Like, I'm I'm a podcast fan. A lot of it was inspired by... Do you know Chris Gethard? Yes. His show... I've never, I've never listened to his show. He has a show, or he had a show on New York Public Access Television called the Chris. Guest yes, show. I remember
1: that. And it was like a big because like people were like, "What
0: the fuck?" Because nobody watched what he was doing. Yeah, until it was on the air, and then and he put him on YouTube. And I I got hooked last summer, and now he's on Fusion. Um, but like he, he <laughs> <That's laughs> which now you, he's on Fusion. <laughs> I I tried to say it to like that was the big jump. Oh, Fusion, huh? <laughs> but. I I just liked the idea of him he made it just for everyone to enjoy, you know. Right, right cuz he was like
1: he was I mean that's how I I think if I'm making, you know, any sort of comedy or art is like I as long as I'm living, yeah. I just I work to live. I like that. Basically. And that's how I think you find that with like a lot of I know for actors it's like, well, I'm just working. I'm doing the work because I enjoy the work. It's not yeah. about the money. Right or so, I know, especially with stand comedians, like they're working for this. For yeah, they're just work. That's their job, but they love their job, and that's what they're gonna do. Yeah,
0: I would love to. Don't get like everyone wants to make money, you know. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you know, $200 but two hundred million dollars is yeah, great. But for me, like if if I were able to be a comic, and I wouldn't want to do this all the time because I hear it gets like lonely and shit. But being a touring comic, oh yeah, rub comic, I would love to try that. Yeah, because you're just driving. You could buy
1: yourself the majority of the times. So yeah. It's just like.
0: You make enough mm-hmm. to like have a hotel room for a night. And, yeah, like, no, they pay
1: for it all. Yeah,
0: that I would fucking love that. That would be amazing. But okay, <laughs> all of that is going back to when you asked. I should just keep notes, like all right. <laughs> all of that going back to when you asked if I think if I think the show will. <laughs> yeah. Because people listening are gonna be like, "That's what it was." <laughs> That's what I, I forgot that I was like, "Yeah i I think I think so." And the only reason I'm saying that is because. I will, I'm, I won't stop until it is. That sounds very like... Episode (laughs) 638. We're at 37 people. Let's do it. I, I just know because a lot of the, a lot of the shows that I wanted to make something where I was at work one day, a job that I quit and I was like, I just want to go home and like listen to something funny. And I was like, I want to make something where people can come home and like laugh and feel like they're like there with us. And I know that I have people that like like the same stuff, like even yeah. me and you, like like the same stuff I do, and would you know be interested in this sort of thing. So I think that it will, but also at the same time, that I'm wasn't not, a like, dick at you by the way. Oh no, <laughs> that no, was just, no, like, a serious I know. Thing. No, I'm I'm glad you asked that. I I you know I it's gonna take time, obviously, but yeah, I'm I'm willing to like stick it out, you know. Well, I
1: mean, I think. And I mean, I, this is true for me, it might be true for you, is that there's the need to want to do it, to be yeah. with, regardless of whoever listens, you want to be able to do it and express yourself in this way. But you're also doing it for people to listen to. You're not doing it to an empty audience. Yeah, exactly. You want people to listen. I think that's an underrated thing, mm-hmm. is that, yeah, I mean, I, if I start a podcast or whatever, it's I, no one's going to listen at first, but I'm doing it in the hopes that people will. Exactly. It's the
0: double-edged or two-pronged fork. What if, when you asked me that, I just started bawling? <laughs> do you think it'll. <laughs> I would keep the thing running. I was like, this is gold. <laughs> like, this is actually, uh, we're reformatting now.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, boy. I was like, this is my podcast. <laughs> All right, we're going to do one more topic before we do the game. Oh, I do a game, I ask a piece of advice, and then I do the music cue, which will be like put on later. Right. But one topic I wanted to bring up, and it was my random one. Uh, like, is, what are the topics that you wrote
1: down? I oh, know. I wrote down. Like, what are going over? These
0: were all with help of Brandon. You can read those all right, if you want. see. Um, oh, that's for Justin. Right, that's right. acting, New York versus LA,
1: dating, music. Why did Brandon come with Food Network? That's
0: Food Network was my <laughs> random one. Oh, really?
1: Yeah. I fucking love Food Network. Perfect. And would you want
0: to have. Alright. The would you rather? I'm very
1: excited. Yeah. So uh, just to go over that, let's see: New York versus L.A. I like both. I'm probably going to hopefully move to New York first. Okay. It's a little cheaper, Uh, and I'm a creative writer, or that was my degree, so that works out. I don't know. Nothing. I don't know the rap scene very well. We're not going to go into dating. That's a whole. (laughs) We'll get we'll get sidetracked. That's going to go on unless you want to go on for like another hour and a half. Hey man, I could. <laughs> no, let's get the. We'll see if we come back. Okay. Let's get it because I can go on for that one. That's always interesting. Music. That's I don't know what
0: that means. <laughs> it. A lot of them are. I like keeping them
1: broad sometimes. Just yeah, to no, See where like, it goes. Yeah, I mean I, I, we I can go off on that. I don't play anything. Well, what about like like what's your favorite band or one of your favorite bands? Um, I'm not gonna say the Beatles. Everybody likes that. Like the White Stripes, Black Keys. <laughs> okay. Cool. Things. Um, I like Kanye West a lot. Taylor Swift's 1989 is a dope album.
0: Really? I'd heard a few songs and I was pretty sold. Dope shit.
1: I don't like any other Taylor Swift, but like 1989 is great stuff. I I don't know. I'd like... If somebody plays something, I'd be like, oh, that's good. I just heard uh, Chet Faker. Who's that? Uh, He's apparently a musical artist. (laughs) Chet Faker. Yeah, I just heard like two songs from... Don't remember what they're called. (laughs) Don't
0: ask. But if I could pull up the music video, I just heard him over the weekend. I was like, oh, he's good. I like him. Alright, check him out. Done. And uh, what about a Food Network? I put that as my random one. Oh, no, I love the Food Network. Really? I talk about the Food Network a lot. Awesome. Well, what do you think of Guy Fieri? Because I... (laughs) Watch your mouth. Because it sounded like you were going to say you hate Guy Fieri. I was going to, then I was like, I don't want to say that I hate him because I don't know him. Why, why Why do
1: you say that? Why do you hate him?
0: When he takes a bite of food into the camera, it always just really grosses me out. It oh, makes me so, so mad. And then he always says, like, that's all she wrote. And I'm always like, what are winner, you? Winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> I hate it so much. I like this He's the mayor of flavor town. Uh, But he just... The- and you know what? This is the thing for me. I talked about this with my roommates before because none of us like him. And my thing with it was I was like, Maybe it's wrong that we're just judging him, who seems like a perfectly nice guy because he has platinum blonde hair. Everyone fucking loves him, and, but I, the internet is the one that makes him a joke. People <laughs> legitimately it. love him. Do they really? Because he's
1: he's Cause affable, he seems, like, he's nice. goofy. Yeah, he's yeah. a nice guy. He performed like seven hundred gay weddings. Really? Yeah, it, it was like, that was like I thought that was like an onion headline. <laughs> that
0: sounds like an but <laughs> no, like... it's a real thing. He officiated like seven hundred gay weddings. Holy shit. All right, I feel a little bad now. No, I mean,
1: like I, I used to be. I was like, "Oh, what a fucking douchebag!" Uh, Flavor I then I watch him Like, he's just. It's. I watch it probably. I watch it ironically, like ninety percent of the time. Yeah. But he's great. Ironically, it's like it's the funniest comedy I've seen. Because he, he's a gross. He's the it. He's a. He's like a sweaty fat guy <laughs> in bowling
0: shirts and just him licking his fingers oh, and stuff I'm and then touching like, his hair oh i just i can't do it i i will watch the show but i think my favorite on food network is probably and it's most people's probably but chopped oh yeah oh
1: my god yes i've seen seasons upon seasons of chopped i watched it on hulu i watched
0: it on <laughs> netflix i watched it on food <laughs> i it's just such a fun it makes me nervous to watch it I, my best friend, uh, we used to watch together,
1: He's like, I can't handle this. Because it's like a punch drug love, the tapping in the background. We oh, yeah. Out. That's
0: chopped. It's just like, time's running out. Time's you gotta go. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what to do. do have to make, how do I make a quiche? I don't know. I don't know. I, we always have this joke about me being on this show, because all like a lot of times for dinner, I would just make pasta sides. I'm like, I don't know what to do. You guys are right, i to make pasta sides. Well, no. Well, I did. I've done it before, where we get like everybody puts in $20 uh-huh.
1: and we get eight people four people are cooking four people are judging but and then one person takes all the money and buys the ingredients
0: that sounds awesome for everybody I would totally
1: do that yeah and it's fantastic it's a lot of fun but it's just like if you get like eight people even six it's not the same number just everybody throws in ten, twenty dollars and yeah that one person goes out and buys it for everybody that
0: sounds amazing next time you do it please let me know we'll give a call I, oh, I
1: mean yeah we'll do we'll probably hear that would be amazing and it's, it's fantastic. Although, on the Food Network, it's good. I think Gordon Ramsay's better. Uh Gordon Ramsay's
0: just too much of a dick for me, man. No.
1: See, he's not a dick,
0: though. You don't think so? Robert Irvine is a dick. Which one's Robert Irvine? The big buff chef of Restaurant Impossible
1: on Food Network. I haven't seen Restaurant Impossible. Yeah, no, that one I mean, He's a Network British man. guy. He's a dick. Really? Yeah, Gordon Ramsay knows what he's talking about, but he's just so mean about it. Well, they used to be doing shit like on <laughs> Kitchen Nightmares, <laughs> which are where he used to go into like people's restaurants and be
0: like, "You're yeah. doing it wrong." They were fucking doing it wrong, and it made him mad. But he always called. I maybe I'm just making this up in my head, but I have a distinct memory of watching it with my family when I was younger, and him just being like, like calling people like dogs and just various His animals fucking like donkeys. Like, yeah. He says that a lot, and
1: it's because it's like. And then they go on. The, and he gave an interview where he's like, I was like, Are you really. Is it that for the show or are you actually that upset with people? He's like, I love cooking. It's my passion. It's what I love to do. And when I see people doing it so clearly wrong, I legitimately get upset. Because <laughs> yes. I didn't think it
0: would be this bad when I started doing this show. So it's like people have roaches in their freezer. Oh, and well, like,
1: that's. A fucking animal.
0: Okay, but then what about for the other one? Not Kitchen Nightmares, but. Hell's Kitchen? Yeah. Oh, they want to be professional chefs, and oh, so he's the, he holds them on like, to even a higher standard. Okay, that makes him seem a little more like the like a like a whiplash kind of thing. Oh no, yeah, it's but like if you watch Master Chef, that's just like nice TV show or Master Chef Junior. He's just a sweetheart,
1: really. Oh, Master Junior, he's the nicest person to these kids. Holy shit! Up until the one episode where he has them take over restaurant, oh no, kitchen, and where he doesn't get
0: rude, but he starts
1: yelling like, "You need to get it out," and it's like. If I was a you kid, I nice would shit my pants.
0: If Gordon Ramsay's scream... because he has an angry face, I couldn't do. I wouldn't be able.
1: Like I watched it, I was like, I couldn't be a waiter. I, I can't be. work in a kitchen. <laughs> I had his food before when I was. I went to Vegas and I went to one of his restaurants. I bet it was awesome. Delicious, it's like the best meal I've ever had. But like, I get that it's like you need to be perfect. It's like yeah. um. Stanley Kubrick when he's alive.
0: Oh, yeah. Just, like, the focus on... Really demanding perfection. to get one thing right. And it was like, I guess when you're considered, like, one of the like top... The best, you have to hold up everyone to the... <laughs> I, I've worked in, like, I mean, fast food. And even that I can't fucking do. Oh, no. <laughs> like, I, I, I worked at, like, soft-serve yogurt. And I was just like, I don't want to... F- self-serve
1: soft-serve yogurt. And I was like, I don't want to deal with people's fucking food because they don't like it. It's not my job.
0: Yeah. I remember once at McDonald's, like closing this like i was i was on food assembly like my second day so you're like wrapping the burgers and stuff and the manager just goes to me and he's like you can't spend 20 seconds closing a box of mcnuggets and just walks away and i was like well that's like uh, well, that's not destructive at all is that advice <laughs> or are you just what saying you a saying thing saying <laughs> first of all
1: were you timing my nu- was he doing he, like,
0: he has a stopwatch like uh and he just points to a sign and says like 15 seconds or less <laughs> so i can only imagine what gordon ramsey would do to me if i were in his camp. i think it would start like what the fuck are you serving <laughs> are these people <laughs> his first guys probably what are you doing here
1: oh they had the. it was a great new york times thing uh jeffrey Sakarian from chopped the mm-hmm. white-haired guy right they brought him to mcdonald's oh, they like no. got him a big mac uh, fries and like a shake he's like this is
0: great <laughs> what have i been missing no it's just like i guess it's all right it's just Man, it doesn't taste like much to me damn like their palates are so refined though like it, they have that in the like kel's kitchen
1: is like they always have like the palate challenge like blindfold what is in your mouth right and people are like they're putting potatoes like is that an apple and it's just like oh love's dumb are you and then i realized like, i don't know what i would do i
0: don't have you ever done the thing where like um this is a dumb fucking game i used to play you smell something while you're tasting it it <laughs> It's so fucking stupid. Where did you grow up? Like I played fucking Mario. I'm not like sitting around like
1: I'm gonna take a bite of this hot pepper that smell candy canes. Is that what the game is? That's
0: basically what it is.
1: And what is it like? It's supposed to change the taste,
0: right? Yeah. Well, all right. Let me let me rephrase this. Does it taste like candy canes? It it will taste like whatever you're smelling. Like I know
1: if you like take a bite out of a, a potato, or, like don't smell anything, don't look at it, you could add. They get it wrong. You'd say, like, is it just an apple? I know it's like a real thing, but I didn't
0: know like <laughs> cayenne pepper is <laughs> going to taste like peppermint. <laughs> I, I, 100% I bet it will. Because I. I don't. I bet I haven't done it. But do going, I bet. I don't want to call it a game anymore because that sounded way too sad. Why did you just sit in your kitchen like <laughs> mom and dad won't be home for another thirty minutes.
2: But that's basically what it was. I would,
0: <laughs> I would. like. I. It would literally be like me drinking like a glass of something and then <laughs> squeezing like I don't know ketchup like oh, to get the smell. That's m- the. Gr-
1: oh, all right. You want like chugging
0: ketchup.
2: <laughs>
1: I get that, like when the air comes out, smell. You weren't like, Ugh. oh no, I wasn't like pouring it in the my mouth. The grossest kid I've ever But met. to like
0: smell and see, like, and I, uh, to be fair, this wasn't like this isn't like a thing in my family because I remember my sister being like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Your three year old sister comes up, what the fuck? <laughs> like why? So
1: yeah, that's just the thing I did. I mean, I, I did know. weird shit. Like I, I remember one specific memory where I like I took every white thing I had, like marshmallow milk. <laughs> whipped cream and sugar and something else and i put it all in, and i mixed up i i drank that i don't know why was it good no <laughs> it was weird it was gross i don't remember i never did it again i don't know if it tasted bad but it's like i think it was just like eating wet Ugh. whipped cream with sugar on it oh, and like a hell. marshmallow i was like
0: this doesn't taste like anything i think i made my first mistake <laughs> i was like no this is not, i don't think this is
1: gonna be in my future See? Uh, oh, and marshmallow fluffs. So it was like, gross at the bottom. Oh, it was, I was like, this didn't work. This isn't cooking. I feel a little better now. I guess all kids do something. We... I guess like, I thought this was like what cooking is. Like, this is what, what people do.
0: This is what... I'm a chef right now. Total... I think, a... think I have my career choice. I, yeah, I was smart enough not to put salt in it. So <laughs> to... This isn't oh, be good. Oh, God. Salt or like mayonnaise would have just said <laughs> I, it over.
1: I just recently
0: started eating mayonnaise. You've never had... You never had it? I just... It's... It,
1: I never. It looks gross. It's it gross. Looks gross. It's just white, and I. I I'm not drawing a comparison to like semen or anything. I'm not doing that. It's just like look physically, it looks like glue. It's like pasty. It does. I didn't want it, and I recent. I worked at Jimmy John's delivery driver for a couple of months, and I was like, I'll just have some. I gotta try it,
0: and it's not bad. I yeah, like. Like I mean, it works for what. It's I'll take gross. it as a condiment. Yeah, not like slathered on like Wendy's chicken sandwiches Ugh. are slathered in mayonnaise. That's I. I had a friend in high school who. Put a bunch of mayonnaise on a sandwich, and like a slice of bread, and you just see the mayonnaise around it. And I, I couldn't eat anything with mayonnaise for like a year. And this is this is
1: really and this isn't a joke. When I worked at Jimmy John's, there was one woman, mm-hmm. used to call up, and this is an approximation. It's not uh, her voice is much worse. She'd be like, "I want a number eight with extra mayo." <laughs> and now listen to me. And I'm. that sounds like I'm making a joke. I pr- she had smoked, like, eight packs a day. She's like, I want as much mayo as you <laughs> could put on it, as you were allowed to put on it, coated in mayo. And we did that. We gave her, it was, like, three scoops of mayo. Ugh. And we were, and called up again, uh, more mayo. However <laughs> <laughs> much is too much. And this is, this is, like, 10 o'clock at night, 11 o'clock at night, because we were open until 5 a.m. And so finally, we just started... Taking a spatula into a tub of mayonnaise, a oh. gallon of mayonnaise, and this is the image. It looked like the sandwich was frosted. Ugh. Like vanilla icing, Ugh. an inch thick on both sides of the bread.
0: And this is someone who called at
1: various times for that yeah, sandwich. Yeah, multiple times. Multiple oh. times. Sand sandwich, we knew exactly who she was, and <laughs>
0: which was like, just as much mayo as you
1: Never that it was too much. It was never too much. <laughs> I like
0: that. <laughs> I, I like I like to think she's like trying to up the stakes each time. She's like, Remember the sandwich you made me last time? <laughs> I like also that she says. Now listen to me. 'Cause it was it was the manager that we were like, do it. And I was like, You know what? As a
1: joke, no one's been calling, they're not gonna get we'll coat it and she was like, Just as much mayo. Didn't say it was too much. And it was like just turkey, ham, cheese, and a gallon of mayo. oh like, God just dip it in mayo and Mayo package. She has for mayo package. Oh god, she's eating it. I'm uh, just squirting it on top. I, I, yeah, like, this most obese white trashy woman. Ugh. I know she was like a thinner woman, like not thin, but like not like, expected. She's like, thanks for so you coming. He is a dollar. Never tip well. He is a dollar for in trouble. Oh my god.
0: Ew. Yeah, what? and I, I like I I didn't want to have mayo after that. That would turn me off of mayo forever, probably. That is disgusting. It was the grossest thing. See, that's what I mean by uh, by the topics, keeping it vague, because we went from Food Network and we ended up with an amazing story. Yeah, I, I, okay. I, 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 I'm fine with the <laughs> keeping it vague, like, don't get me wrong.
1: Oh, no, no, I know. And I think it was good like, to somewhat personalize, although the Food Network, that was a great <laughs> I serenity. didn't know, that yeah. was my random one. Because I, I watched the Food Network
0: constantly. Before they were all random, but it, for some people it's a little hard to talk about just completely...
1: Yeah, and that's why I would have to be, like... That's why, like, uh, Pete Holmes' thing where it's just, like, sex, relations, relationships, religion, and... Yeah. Whatever else. I also think that's, that's... People always are curious. Yeah. And I think if you're talking to, like, say, you or Brandon or whatever, it's like, oh, or Jessica's. I, I, you can tell. Do you not like her? No, I do like Jessica. I'll plug the mics. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, it's like a friend of ours, and it's just... Like, people would be in- interested... You know, regardless of how well they're doing, because I think it's it's always an interesting topic. Yeah, but I don't want to appear too derivative. Oh that's yeah, it. yeah. Hence why I'm like, let's just get normal people. Yeah, which could backfire because you be just
0: like, oh, I like fucking girls or you know, like, like, oh, yeah. I suck a couple of dicks, and it's like, <laughs> is that it? Am I done? <laughs> but yeah, the cool, that's all I do. <laughs> the cool thing about it though is is that because I know this format may not even stay the same because like even with Pete Holmes, he doesn't ask those specific things anymore. He kinda just gets into their life in general. So I'm like, as this goes on, it may turn into something tonal. Well, well, it's similar, fluid. But, it's fluid. It's fluid. Which yeah. I, I think is good. It's you match the energy of your guest. Yeah.
1: Where are you going. Especially like you know, we didn't know each other really before this. So and now just... we're
0: like really bonded. Well, here we are. <laughs> Let's go watch some Food Network and do some improv after this. We got Scott Pilgrim the show. Brandon, I'm gonna literally just have you play the game where you smell stuff. <laughs> oh, we're gonna go into your kid. I haven't eaten today, so like I'm I'm ready for that. I'm, I just to give you like maybe like a grim insight into <laughs> what to me are games. <laughs> the last game, I've been trying to have different games each time. Uh, which I learned you really have to plan accordingly for those. The last game I did, I took a thermometer, and first of all, no, when I took I the thermometer, like my guest was literally like, what are you doing? And I was like, what? It's like you pulled out a scalpel. Okay, now bend over. It, there was, we go. it was literally just, you guess what the temperature of my water is, and whoever's closer, which for a podcast, it's the most visual thing you can do. And then the other one I did, we took a handful of pennies, and Whoever got the year closest was the winner. And I was, These I mean, aren't games. You're just like you're really bored. Just things that you do. You're like a child at a bank. Like count the pennies, son. And I was like, you know what? We'll stick to the uh, we'll stick to the improv game for now. Unless I think of something really. Do the like movie game. The movie game. What's that?
1: Uh, basically, I'll say a movie. Okay. Then you say an actor from that movie. So if I say like Ingor's Bastards, you would say. Uh, Brad Pitt. And then I would say uh, Benjamin Button. And then you would say another person from Benjamin Button. Oh, shit. Keeps going
0: back and forth until one of us loses. You want to do that right now? Sure, let's do it. Okay. Uh, well, you start with the movie interactive The one
1: uh, basic loose rules that I have because i uh, play with a lot of people is um, you start with a big famous movie with like a, an ensemble movie. Okay. So I would start with The Avengers.
0: See, the problem with my brain is when I get pressure <laughs> your, it's all pressure your your eyes were just as if to say like <laughs> do you understand uh, robert Downey jr right and then i would say um natural born killers oh fuck who else is in that i've never seen natural born killers i know but that's what,
1: uh, usually i mean i could go i would probably just go some of these or be like uh road uh due date
0: uh zach galifianakis Birdman, um michael keaton <laughs> this is where i could be like Oh, yeah? Mr. Mom. Oh, fucking... Uh, Michael Keaton. Yeah, <laughs> you go like, No, it's Cherry Gar. <laughs> See, but... that that's the kind of game where my response is always going to at first be, um... <laughs> Cause uh... There are seriously so many times people will look at me, and it makes me feel so dumb, but people will look at me like saying something, especially at, like, jobs with the expectancy of me to respond, and I would just look back like with a blank expression. Because it takes my mind a second to process something. Right, right. And so I would just kind of stare back at them. Uh, <laughs> uh. I try,
1: I make the act of it try to cut out the word um. It's hard. And just take like a second longer it me sort of just... It's more notes. thoughtful. Right, and it makes you seem like you're smarter and you're yeah. taking more time. And sometimes just like like, uh. I'm not thinking anymore. <laughs> I'm just like, Duh. I have to make sure I'm not going to say that word. Yeah and it's going to sound like oh he's more intelligent. <laughs> Do you want to That's good for podcasts because you're not speaking too quickly.
0: Yeah. We could if you want. I'm I have time if you want to get into dating. I understand if you can't. Uh is there any way I mean I, your podcast could be paused for like a moment? Yeah, of course. Cuz like, so I just have to use the rest. Yeah. It. Pause. Okay. I was figuring out, like, how to unpause it. But we're back now. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> this is a podcast first for me because I had to get us more water. That's a first. <laughs> that's a that's a sign of something. How much, how much editing do you do on these? For yours, I probably won't do any. You're just gonna, oh, I guess, I guess it's going to pause and it it's just right back up. Yeah. Yeah. For the last one I did, which was originally episode 3, and this is why it's delayed, I have to edit it content-wise just because of... Uh, there were some things said in it that may be a little inappropriate for some people, so... No, I keep that...
1: Unless did he ask you to take it down?
0: Her? She? No,
1: he did not. Oh, he didn't?
0: I just feel a little... I don't know. I want... Unless you
1: feel uncomfortable when it's like...
0: Not me personally, but I want it to be a very, like, anyone can listen to it and not feel like, you know... I don't know. Is it like anti-Asian? Not... Anti-white people? <laughs> well... <laughs> what was the...
1: What, was that the race? There no, was like the it one was... not race that had to be...
0: It wasn't a race thing, it was a more of like a gender thing, yeah. I would women make up like 50%. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to want to really make sure women are listening. <laughs> yeah. I the original podcast I did with my two friends, I immediately took down because one of my close friends, she said, and I quote, my vagina closed up while I was listening to it. <laughs>
1: was it just like was it like a nice guy? Like, I, like, girls
0: don't understand. Me. I'm a nice guy. Was it that kind of thing? It was, because I'm so edit the fuck out of like everything. It was a little like that. It was. I would say it was bad enough that I just deleted the whole thing. Was, and I told them we gotta we gotta reformat this thing.
1: Listen, uh, we went went back through in the second round. Turns out, uh, just your whatever dating
0: problems you have. You, Probably gonna keep going. Hey, people don't like being degraded. <laughs> Go figure. You know, just even if even if the girl broke your heart, kind of, it's not a great. And I felt fine because I didn't say anything. It wasn't me. But I was like, because my name is in it, I I still hold some responsibility. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, you're you're the gate. Yeah. So I was like, I still. And this was one that we all three of us were like the hosts. We're still gonna do it, but it just needs some okay tweaking. Yeah. But so yeah, did you want to get back into, Food Network or dating or? Uh, food Network. I'm, I think we've expanded. The... I used to watch it constantly. I don't have
1: cable now, but it used, it used to be the. Uh, I just got into it. Like unwrapped, I used to watch all the reruns of that Mission uh, Restaurant Impossible, Mission Impossible. I don't know any of those. Is it Mission Impossible? Uh... It's something like something with Impossible where it's just like the guy did stupid challenges with food. <laughs> I've only watched like Chopped, Cutthroat. I love uh, Cutthroat Kitchen. Cutthroat Kitchen is awesome. I love me some Cutthroat <laughs> Kitchen. It's all on Netflix. So I just like, watch it and I'm like waiting for it to
0: update it. Waiting for, I, I haven't been able to watch it recently because my cable also, they're like changing the box or whatever, but I there's one with a southern woman that I really liked and I can't remember what it's called. She won a contest and that's how she was able to get the show. And now and then they also have this show that is the contest. I forget oh, it the next
1: two networks started. Yeah. yeah.
0: I don't watch any of the
1: cooking shows. The actual...
0: Personality during cooking shows,
1: right? People like are like, "Ah, it bores me." But Some if it's like pretty boring, you're gonna go around to different restaurants or do stupid things. I'm like, "I'll watch that." Yeah, I mean, I don't watch the Next to Next Star either because I don't have the patience. Right? And I was like, "I'll okay, I'll come in at the end.
0: I <laughs> will see who the
1: winner is, and then and then I won't <laughs> watch their show." <laughs> like the competitions, I'll watch. But like whatever the competition is, I'll be like, "Let's watch this." Yeah,
0: the competitions are fun. Like I said, it gives me a little bit of anxiety, but it's still like they're. Fun to watch, especially cutthroat, just because how fucking insane it gets. I just
1: my favorite episode of any Food Network thing ever was an episode of Chopped. Mm-hmm. I remember because I looked up the episode to rewatch it, and it was all female judges. It was three female judges, mm-hmm. and it was this one. It was this big black guy, like, tall, right. like football player, right. really in shape, and he just kept not only eye fucking the judges, <laughs> but flirting with them heavily. Yeah. And then my favorite line of anything I've seen in years is that he's giving the presentation to the judges, and it is he's like, "All the food is pink because you're all ladies, and it's always pink for the ladies." Oh Jesus! And he at the camera, and none of the judges were happy.
0: <laughs> Spoiler alert: he won. Really? And they were mad that he won. Holy shit! The judges were like, "Yeah, you win, man." And that was like an audience thing, though, right? Like people voted. Like no, it they was had- chopped oh okay and he was what? just better but the, like the three female judges were like i bet at least well not at least two all three of them were probably throughout the n-word in their heads the whole time like <laughs> i don't know, i just like it was alex going to
1: shelly and amanda Frytag and i i don't like amanda freytag <laughs> i'm gonna give i'm
0: gonna assume the worst things about her at least once she thought it <laughs> then she's like mm,
1: i don't like him talking to me like that
0: <laughs> that's i want to watch that episode now that sounds amazing in a terrible way like two and a half hours in this is where it gets uncomfortable for some people <laughs> it's like, oh it's getting a little racial getting, uh... <laughs> no. man i I'm, I'm debating like maybe we'll just get into our uh do i do advice or would you rather my advice. Every episode, I ask the guest for a piece of advice right. that I feel like will be relevant to the kind of people who I think will listen to this, and mm,
1: assuming the out of the uh, what is it twenty
0: people now? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna bump it up to twenty. 21. You know? 20, twenty-one. Twenty viewers, twenty-one <laughs> listeners. So to the to the twenty-one listeners today, I'm gonna ask about uh, creative blocks, like because you're a creative person, right? And what do you do, like, when you feel like stumped, like you don't know what to write for, like a joke or you know, even for like a short or anything, like what do you do to get the juices flowing again? Uh, I mean, it all, it depends on like what the creative medium is for right. a
1: joke. It's just whatever happens in my life. It's never like, I I have a hard, I should do it more. I have a hard time like sitting down and writing joke jokes. Right. But for like, I'm going to write a short film or TV script or whatever it is. And I can't, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll just write like, all right. And then Nick is, uh, sits down and talks on his computer Dialogue Like, hey, computer. Like, just placeholders just okay. to get it onto the page.
0: And then you fill
1: that in. Yeah, it's just like as long as you're writing it, whatever it happens, it's better than not writing
0: it. Right. And you have to force yourself to do
1: that. Okay. And, or I'll just watch something like super, like, I'll watch like Scott Pilgrim or Quentin Tarantino movie and I'll be like inspired. Right. to be Like, oh, well, they did that. I need to do something like
0: this. Yeah, because the other day I was kind of, well, lately for stand-up I've been kind of not being able to come up with stuff, but like you said, I was, this stuff, like, just taking stuff from your life. Right. I was like, what have what embarrassing thing has happened to me? Yeah, was, how her? do I
1: just, like, feel really bad about my life? Yeah. Because usually it's funny.
0: <laughs> yeah. Usually it's, at, there will be some humor in it, which is also kind of therapeutic in a way, to find the humor, in, you know? Well, that's what, I,
1: I have the theory that everything is funny, with enough perspective. Right. Everything can be made funny. I agree. It's just a matter of how, like, how far, how big is that wide shot? Right. That's and right. I think that's, that's the important thing. That's how you can joke about anything, is that as long as you have enough perspective. Right. And you're not, um, because that's, I don't like saying there's, like, rules for comedy. Mm-hmm. That's, like, one is just, you know, it's easy to find the wide shot and everything. And don't shit on, like, people that are already, like, really well off. Right. Or not well off, but. Already pre-beat like, up. Yeah. Like if I'm not going to make a joke about Mexican migrant laborers when yeah. they're the butt of the joke. Yeah. Because life's already. It's not funny. There's no jokes about like, oh, look at them. They have to pick oranges for 14 cents. Yeah. Rubes. That's already.
0: That's where you get into like the mean spirited. Like. Yeah, and that's
1: it's. You get that with a lot of like. I mean, I always thought like Carlos Mencia did that a lot. And it was just oh yeah. Like, it wasn't funny to me. Because that, that's there's a difference between like roasting somebody. Yeah. Which is a very specific, personal thing.
0: Like, Who's, who's also agreed to yeah.
1: yeah. Like, oh, Nick over here used to eat jalapenos with peppermint. <laughs> I fixated on peppermint for You asshole. That's like the third thing. <laughs> it's not like you knew that was going to come. Yeah. I uh, I was just like the whole, um, to give this like a little topical, you know it was like one the, of the, the countries were like rape jokes that happened a while ago. Yeah. It was just like, yeah, I mean, I, I do think you can joke about anything. But as long as the victims of rape are not the butt of the joke, yeah, because then it's like then that's fucked up. Then that's bullying. And Then it's like, all right, you're the re- like you're ruining it for everyone. Like Daniel Tosh had that like kicked off the whole thing. Yeah, and it was like, yeah, he was wrong. Yeah, and he he's was, a comedian who I like, but that that yeah. is true. He, he was, was wrong. He was like he shouldn't have said. That. I get why he was in the heat of the moment, whatever excuses you want to make. But he was like it wasn't funny.
0: Yeah, there's still a responsibility, especially when you're a successful comic. Oh yeah,
1: when you're on, especially when you have. I mean, I'm gonna be stereotypical, but it, like it's statistically proven for the most part. If you have a lot of frat boys watching it, yeah, you're generally gonna not want to ever make a joke about a woman getting raped. Yeah, pretty much just stay out of that area. Probably yeah. in general. Just if you have a lot of like really douchey guys that think you're funny.
0: Dosh point oh. <laughs> oh, bro. He went to UCF, man. He's a fucking king. And he's a, and he's a comedian who I do like, but that was one where I was like, yeah, that's.
1: Yeah, and he like he apologized for it, and his own he wasn't good at apologizing
0: for it. A lot of creative types don't seem to be good at apologizing. Like, you remember one Jeremy Renner, him and uh, Chris Evans were making jokes about that one. I I personally I get why people were upset. I didn't think it was that big of a deal. I didn't either. But the thing is, I
1: see. I see it. Yes, I see it, and that's why I was like. Yeah. I earned the side of caution for that one. I see why people would be upset. I just wish Jeremy Renner tried a little harder he, to... Because he, he clearly didn't give a shit. Chris <laughs> Evans, like, gave a shit. He's like, all right, no, I'm going to backtrack. I, yeah. Like,
0: Jeremy Renner's like, whatever, I'm not leading a movie. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> He's like, I'm I'm barely in it, it's fine. Yeah, and i made fun of the entire
1: time. <laughs> yeah. That's a running plotline joke in the Age of Ultron, how stupid Jeremy Renner
0: is. <laughs> Who is a
1: character that I do, like... I wish they would do more 'cause more, because it's like, oh, how does... You know, they came in black, Widow don't belong in those movies. Yeah, they feel a little misplaced. I mean, in the first Avengers, Thor actively tries to kill both Captain America and Iron Man. Yeah. Like, he doesn't know that... Like, there's a scene in the forest where Captain America blocks the, with a the shield. Yeah. He doesn't know that shield is going to stop it. Yeah. He has no way of knowing that he's going to bash his head in. Yeah. So it's kind of rude to put her powers.
0: She looks good in a skin tight suit, and he shoots he arrows shoots really arrows. well. I I think they work better in Black Widow worked really well in Iron Man. I think yeah, and she works well in Captain America. Yeah, because it's like she's like the stealth star, but it
1: they make the move. She doesn't. It you can't really have her in like a giant set piece, save yeah. in New York City. It doesn't make sense. Where she's shooting them, and I was like, if she can do it, why can't I like, where's the army coming in? And they can take care of it all then.
0: Yeah. And something else that bugged me with it, I was like, the aliens that invade in the first one, they shoot those laser things? Yeah. Why don't they work the same as bullets? Because if, like, if Captain America got <laughs> shot in the stomach, he would... I think because they're like, oh, it's like an energy based thing. But it's like they're aliens and have alien technology that brings them. Oh, well, the world. I mean, like none of that
1: makes sense. They should have all been dead. Like, why is Iron Man still like? I mean, the, they had the one thing where it's like his phone cuts out. Like, yeah. <laughs> like that's it. That's like, that's on. He's in another dimension, and like, oh, his phone stopped working, it's... and his phone, his helmet phone. It's... Or like, you have the Hulk literally, and he's like. You sh- the fights should be over. Yeah. Which is... It's my problem with uh, Captain America 3, the Civil Wars. I don't know how they're going to make that movie make sense. I, I've heard Hulk is not in it. No, I don't even mean the Hulk. I mean... real, And this is my problem with the first X-Men movie as well. is that Realistically, if we're living in a world... You and I are living in a world where there are people like Iron Man and Captain America... Right. The Vision, like an omnipresent <laughs> robot or a girl, Scarlet Witch, who does magic... Or a guy that can run really fast, or you know, everybody. The government should probably know. Yeah, agreed. Like it's, it's not like they're going to be put in concentration camps or anything. Like that's the parallel they always use in the first X Men. Yeah, is that if somebody can run really fast, or you have an advanced suit of armor, the government should probably know what you're doing. Yeah. You know, and if you had to be a gov, they're already kind of a government sanctioned task force in the movies. They essentially well, are. that's like that's why they. I wonder they probably have to change the plot, otherwise it. I think. What are they gonna like? Captain America really wants to be a vigilante.
0: Captain America's already kind of broken away from Shield. Well, not kind of like completely after Winter Soldier, or whatever. I and like he's on their t- he's on his side. Yeah, and all the promotional images just, so
1: like Winter Soldier fighting along with Captain. I was like. I guess that's they, everybody just
0: Which, that's gonna have to happen pretty quick for the rest of what they want to do in that movie why aren't they arresting him yeah i mean we <laughs> haven't seen the movie but like he he, ble- he's killed a lot of people <laughs> he blew up people in the streets of new york he ran around <laughs> with the, just a like, gun shooting people
1: they're like oh no he's okay none of that he's well known to be an assassin of people he's a good guy now like same with like a black widow i guess she's like an operative but like
0: both her... Like, she was known as an assassin. It was like, they yeah. kind of ignored that. It makes sense.
1: Why are they ignoring him? I don't yeah,
0: know. I'm... I'm wondering if they're gonna have enough time to even logically, like, put those, like, Captain America and Winter Soldier together. Because my biggest issue with Winter Soldier, which is a movie I like, is that... He was boring as a character. Yeah. And that movie is not about the Winter Soldier. That movie's I, about S.H.I.E.L.D. As it should be, because Winter Soldier's boring. It, he is, but I was... I was expecting the excitement to come from the mystery, and I wasn't even excited by that. Oh, I mean, I
1: knew who it was immediately.
0: Yeah, but I mean the mystery of, like, Captain but, not knowing. Yeah, and they didn't even play it out. Yeah.
1: And it was just like, he never had a personality entirely. By virtue of the character, he didn't have a personality.
0: Yeah. Which sort of doesn't work for a movie. <laughs> no, it doesn't. And, I mean, I did, I did like the movie, but also uh, Steve Rogers reacting to him finding out that it's, like, Bucky. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert! Whoa, was for a comic revelation about thirty years but old. I just, I didn't, I didn't care because I felt like he didn't care.
1: No one's impressed that he's that young. He wasn't frozen in <laughs> ice.
0: No one's like, well, damn! Like we should start doing like experiments. But strictly like, like Nazis figured out how to freeze people, <laughs> and like that's not bigger news. That's not.
1: No, the biggest deal is that Shield is like fucked up. With Nazis, yeah. <laughs> when, Great <laughs> plotline. I'm always a fan of having Nazis involved because it's, it's an automatic like, fuck those guys. <laughs> That's how automatically you get people to but be like I, was, like, I watched it and I was like, the more I thought about like any of the Winter Soldier stuff, I was like, it doesn't make I don't care. Yeah, that is true. Let's have more Captain America on the run. That's exciting. Not having bland Captain America with really terrible fucking hair. Oh
0: yeah. It was comically bad. And I was like, this is stupid. This is dumb. I feel like they should have saved Winter Soldier for like, even like a third or fourth Captain America movie, I liked or had him get away and build it up. Yeah, exactly. It was I don't know, but
1: by nature of the character, it's not a good character. Yeah, I mean, I guess like they're... like all right, like speculation, whatever that they kill Captain America and then Winter Soldier, becomes. yeah, it becomes the new Captain America, which is boring because they can just have they have the, they can't they shouldn't they already have Falcon. They there. have Falcon. Yeah. Like, why do they need another one? Playing love, by
0: the way, Anthony Mackie
1: is great in that. Awesome. I, he has the one of the best scenes. Slash most shoehorned scene of the Ant Man. I saw
0: a clip of it and I was like, I want to see it for that. It's what they added in there
1: that Edgar Wright didn't write. Oh right. I'm, yeah, because yeah. Edgar Wright wouldn't have known when he was writing the script. Yeah. So it's like one of those scenes that they added, but it's the one that ties it into the larger narrative. Yeah. And it's like but it works because he's the main like he's also kind of a low rent Avenger. Yeah. Why oh, does this fly? <laughs> But yeah. it's more than Black Widow does. Anthony Mackie's like, well, I got a no, paycheck. No, like, they, and Soldier, they have the ability, like, lifelike realistic masks. Like, oh, disguising. that's right. They never bring
0: that up That's super useful <laughs> for everything. You could, in both Avengers movies, that would solve big issues.
1: It would just, like, take over, like, because it's not like they invented it for Captain America too. Yeah. That's not what
0: happened. Did you like, uh, Age of Ultron? Because I liked it. I thought it it
1: should have been four hours long. Because a lot of it's just like all the good stuff they set up didn't work, and they had that weird sequence with Thor's in the cave, or it's like, yeah, that doesn't it literally doesn't need to be in the movie. That was it's just because like... they need the figure of having a vision in there. Yeah, and it was just like I wanted to see more of like Tony Stark as a dad. Yeah, like that was great, or like maybe like a weird thing between Tony Stark and Bruce Banner. I think that for a, like two and a half hour movie, it was rushed.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I would have preferred it if they were able to take Ant-Man, have that have been the first summer, you know... Right. It would have been... I feel like a lot of things would have made more sense. Especially in terms of, like, Ultron. I didn't like Ultron, by the way. I love James Pader, but... I liked Ultron, too. Really? Different... I, I thought he was, not... like, he was
1: entertaining. He was, like, really fun to watch. I just... I wish they did more. I wish he was more... He didn't, like, scare
0: me enough. No, I didn't no, because feel... he... I thought he'd be a lot scarier. I agree with yeah. you. Yeah.
1: I thought it because he wasn't. It didn't seem like he was that big of a threat.
0: No, he's just like. Iron Man alone beats the shit out multiple yeah. times. It's just like. And it seemed like it was too repetitive from the first one to me, where it's like the whole city is about to be taken over. Like, I was expecting something more intimate. Like, especially because it's Joss Whedon. I was like, one of the Avengers probably gonna die. Oh,
1: than, like, like.
0: I mean, is it too close to say spoiler? Or Is it too soon? I mean, you're saying it's a spoiler, so people. Like, spoiler can... alert,
1: skip whatever it is. Like, they. Bullshit! Quicksilver is the death in there. Yeah, I. And it was just like, and all of them, I get because it's. This is the problem with Marvel movies. They're so planned out. They know what they're doing. Yeah. They already announced like, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy two, and they're probably going to announce the third one. It's like you know, he's not going to die. Yeah. Like if there's already a movie coming out, it's he's not dead. Yeah. So it's like I'm not going to be pumped up for. I know they're all coming back for the Avengers.
0: No one's gonna die in Civil War. There's no emotional investment. Yeah, I'm
1: not... I know for... I Like, I always know that Captain America or Iron Man's not gonna die. Yeah. They have contracts. But they literally just said that, like, the movie's gonna be coming out on this date in seven
0: years. Yeah. They're gonna be alive. But, I mean, you never know. Like, no one's gonna step on Ant-Man. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna... Which would be a very sad... <laughs> That's how he <we> would die. <laughs> just people step on him. I think that, um... The, the Avengers: Infinity War, like yeah. the next two that they're coming out with, I think that'll be big because they're going to bring in players from like the television series, and which be... is dangerous and kind of stupid. I'm I'm excited as just a fan of like what they've done with Daredevil. Yeah, yeah. I, I but I'm that. also Daredevil's wondering, not be in it. is he not gonna? I thought he was going to be in the second part of it. Probably not. Because the... my thing was how he is can't. my thing was how is he going to fight with them. When he his like flips. was getting, <laughs> there was a part. He's stupid flipping, and I love the show, but he's too stu- much, too
1: save some energy, man. Like, like there was there was a second episode they had that long fight scene in the hallway, which was great, and everybody gets the shit kicked out, including Daredevil, and it's like him and the last guy, and he the last guy's on is like out of breath, and Daredevil could like, easily just punch him or kick him, but he does like a flipping <laughs> kick, and he flips over.
0: And I was just like, why? And then he's like, why am I so exhausted? And was like, you yeah, know, come on, kid, let's get out of here. I was like, you could have <laughs> saved yourself. I'm gonna be honest with you, I cried <laughs> in that scene. <laughs> out of, like, laughter, or you're like, really emotionally invested? almost <laughs> right? because the whole, I was just so zoned into the fight... And then, because off camera you hear him with the kid, and he's right. like, "Like, let's go." And for some reason, that really got me, and I started crying. And I was like, "I like, what like, the fuck is I... wrong with me?" Because like, one, that kid is going with a man who's literally bleeding <laughs> the... in a black mask. <laughs> the kid's like, "You just killed all of those people, yeah. and you want me to or go?" Or seriously,
1: it? if they're not dead, they have
0: broken. They have...
1: <laughs> Also, let's talk. That's a Disney show. A man gets decapitated using that is a, car a Disney
0: door. show. Holy shit. Violently gets his head bashed to pulp in a car door. That I I wasn't a fan of Kingpin's performance. <laughs> I was. I thought that was... I didn't get it. Because he's a dumb character. He's like, he's, In the comics, he's like a
1: seven-foot giant. Yeah. like 600-pound man. And I was like, how do we make that realistic? Because you make him kind of paranoid yeah. and kind of like, well, he... And they give you the like weird awkward. backstory. Yeah,
0: it's like, he's not good with people. Yeah. And he has weird anger issues. Like, it worked. He did in the, um... Speaking of you saying like he all the flips and stuff. The fight between Daredevil and Kingpin at the end of the show, he does a really unnecessary kick off the wall. Yeah. He, is, like, <laughs> he can't get let me just cause he can't get close to him, he's like they already made the show, like if he
1: grabs you he's gonna punch you in the mouth. Yeah. It's hurt. <laughs> but I, I like I watched that and I was just like what? I love his performance, this is why. You watch that and you go watch Jurassic World. He's in Jurassic World? Yeah, he's the villain in Jurassic World as well. Completely different. Really? Yeah. Wow. Like really bizarrely different. It's just like, oh well this is good acting.
0: Yeah. I I don't know. I I'm just curious to see what they're gonna do because knowing that these two things exist in the same universe, like how you were saying Daredevil can't be Avengers. Yeah.
1: It, they can they can have like a scene where he meets Steve Rogers yeah. or whatever. But he's not going to be fighting He can't with fight with
0: them because he can barely
1: win a fight with yeah. humans. <laughs> Jessica Jones is going to show up on a motorcycle. <laughs> which would be fucking cool. Yeah. But. Or like Iron Fist, I guess, maybe could do something. Or yeah. Luke Cage could do something. Mm-hmm. But if half of the Netflix shows, but what I meant is that there's there's an Inhumans movie coming out. Right. Which was introduced on uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I heard about that.
0: I can never get into Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.
1: Which, uh, I mean, I've only seen like, half of season one. I have to watch I've heard really good things. But... It's dangerous to have like you have to assume people are watching because yeah. they're the big they're the major force of season three. Yeah,
0: so it's like the Inhumans. Are yeah,
1: the, that's pretty awesome. That's, that's season red. three, but it's like you betting on people either re-explaining everything in the movie or betting on people that watch the show. That's true. That's a little dangerous territory. Which is like it didn't work with Serenity. Yeah, which right. is a great movie. A great movie. Nobody watched it. Yeah, <laughs> everyone watched it later. Just like everybody watched Firefly later. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm curious to see what they do. And if they finally, if they fix, I think Ant-Man does a good job fixing the uh, the third act problems of most Marvel movies. There's a real fight between the two of them, even though it's evil Ant-Man and Ant-Man. Right. Instead of like Guardians of the Galaxy, which had the bullshit ending.
0: You didn't like the ending?
1: They won with friendship. <laughs> they literally won with the power of friendship.
0: I'm going to say again, you didn't like the ending? <laughs> they're just like, they're all holding hands, and I was like, That's another one, dude. I fucking, I cried at that part too. Only because, (laughs) listen, he sees his mom. That got me. But it was just like, I'm watching, I
1: like the movie up until that point. And the character, the villain's really underdeveloped. Oh, I feel like they love so much on the cutting room floor. That's true. Because they hint at, like, this religious war, this jihad, and I was like, yeah. that's cool, It's dangerous for Marvel, but cool. And like,
0: listen, just, like, sweep that under. Yeah, that's and then it's like, Lee
1: Pace is doing a great physicality. Mm-hmm. They show him being better than everybody else. They physically show him beating the shit out of Drax. And I was like, this is great. Yeah. And then, it the ends like, then he becomes the power of a god, and you're like, this is crazy, and then friendship defeats him.
0: What? And I, I'm just like, I think it's... They kind of used the bullshit, like, mysticism of, like, the stone, and, like, we're able to all no, no, control the they're stone. Holding, no, they're just holding hands, and, I mean, they, it leads into the
1: sequel, where it's like, no human could have survived that. And it's like, oh, people's well, people surprised when a fucking spaceship, it's not like a reveal. People knew that he was, like, part alien minimum. Yeah. But it's just like, they're holding on, and it's just like, <laughs> the little raccoon grabs
0: his hand.
1: Like, we're friends now. <laughs> Which, by the way, take out Bradley Cooper, redub that shit with Jason Statham. Oh wow! How much better wow. would that movie be? Did you think of that yourself? I I saw it like I saw it somewhere that he's British in the comics, or that he speaks with, like a British. Jason Statham, and I was like, Jason Statham would be awesome. He so would be cool. a
0: great Roger.
1: Because I did shit. not see Bradley Cooper. I thought they were looking at like Jim Carrey. Yeah, like, I could see that. Bradley Cooper was like a left field choice, but it makes sense. But I was like, let's get Jason Statham in the room. Holy shit, that would be
0: badass. Just like
1: a, like a Cockney accent. a <laughs> silly little thing. Vin Diesel was great casting. Useless, you was... didn't have to have his name on it. But <laughs> yeah, it was great. That is a really fucking solid movie.
0: And it was, I love the movie. I'm, just like, I'm excited for the sequel, but it's just like that one ending. I was
1: like, oh
2: yeah.
0: I've heard that they're not, like, his plan isn't really to tie it in with Avengers necessarily. Yeah, because, but I feel like they're gonna make him. it's the logistics of it. Is can
1: you imagine Captain America talking to Rocket? Record? yeah, that's that's a real thing. It's not like oh, it's silly. It's that's legitimately what you have to think about. Yeah, the can m- you bridge that universe? And you have m- to kind of. Yeah, but can you put like I read the plan was that they're they're gonna be fighting Thanos, but not at the same time. Oh, that would be interesting because then they never meet. You can ha- you can have, um, Chris Pratt show up and meet Iron Man this but then it's like, oh, you're meeting part alien. Yeah.
0: Like that's already that's like the subject of a whole different thing. Yeah. I think that I think the furthest you could go, uh you could have Iron Man, I feel like, meet the Guardians. And I feel like that's as far as it could go. Like I want to see
1: Rock and talk to Iron Man, but like it's <laughs> it, it gets to the point where it, it's like what what I don't understand like yeah. what's the logical consistency of his universe Because it can't be a five-minute scene. Yeah, that's true. Also, why is Glenn Close and John C. Riley human beings? (laughs) I don't... They're, they're like, the only humans in space. In the space. I... Oh, with that Peter... Whatever, the guy from Sean Lodet, I can't pronounce...
0: Storv. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, how are they... I don't understand. Are they human? I... I was... I don't know. It was one of those things where I was like, I don't know. Maybe they'll tell me. Maybe they won't. And, and they didn't. Like, you, with
1: like you just find John C. Rose fucking aliens the entire <laughs> time. and it, Which is fine. A great reveal, but it's like... I don't know. Like, understand. how are
0: humans here? Yeah,
1: like... I, yeah, I don't understand that. Because we don't see really anybody else.
0: And then, so, well, some of the people on the crew that Star Wars was a part of were human, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. And it was just, like, old human. Like, they've been around for a while, so it's yeah. like... Are they just abducting people to use to become space cops or pirate, like that doesn't make sense to me yeah and they they wisely ignored it but I was just like I I don't understand
0: it it is still cool to at least think like they're in the same universe even if they won't ever meet you know
1: oh yeah I mean I want them it's just because I want to see like that scene but I think about like as a writer or narrative how do you make that work two different things you have such different uh, styles and genres yeah and I mean, they're all in the same universe. They'll have the Marvel blueprints, and they're fighting Thanos, who's a stupid
0: giant purple alien. But still, like he said, like having Groot and Rocky raccoon with Black Widow, yeah, and Captain America is like what? Well, that, more than just like Jeremy Irons be like, oh, that's weird, <laughs>
1: yeah. And that's it. Like that's they could do it. Like, but can you imagine Paul Rudd talking to Robert, Anthony Mackie talking to a tree? Because <laughs> then we're getting like you know, because uh, Elizabeth Olsen's gonna be dead in Civil War you think so? Uh, she only had a contract for two movies.
0: What? And she didn't, like, renew for more? I just know her contract
1: was, uh, Ultron and, uh, Civil War.
0: Oh, if they kill Scarlet Witch that quick, that's really dumb on their part. They're really, like, they need to up their female quotient because that's...
1: <laughs> one's not doing it. I mean, you know. They, have... they, they tell you that there was a, a, a... Wasp was in the past.
0: Yeah. Wait, they say that in Ant-Man? And it's like,
1: it's part of, like, the... well, that's spoiling it. Like, it's part of the, the, the um, backstory right is that michael douglas was ant-man and, yeah. in the 80s and 70s and yet his wife was janet oh. she's the wasp and they explained that
0: which that is cool by the way that's a cool way to do an origin story like be like oh there was an older origin story like yeah they work before. with shield that's pretty awesome like
1: the opening of the movie is really cool weird cgi they cgi michael douglas to look like he did in the 80s oh wow Ugh. so he's like fatal traction age but it looks better than like jeff bridges and tron I was about to say, because they're pretty intron. No, it looks eerie. If you didn't know, it looks kind of weird, but it looks spot on.
0: Wow. That's fucking awesome.
1: The people are like, we watched a lot of uh, Michael Douglas in the 80s. (laughs) And it's it's really bizarre because it it nails it exactly.
0: Damn. I'm excited to finally see that. Good movie. uh, Paul Rudd's in it. it. All right. We're going to. We have crossed two and a half hours. What's the would you rather? The would-you-rather... actually took a different route on this. Usually my would-you-rathers are things that you wouldn't want to do any of them. Right. But this one I did superhero stuff. Okay. Appropriate. This is a frequent argument with me with people. Now, two of these are common questions. Like, they say it reveals a lot about you, like, your personality. You're right. Your thought process why
1: you pick them. Yeah.
0: Between invisibility and flight. But I also added super speed. So between flight, invisibility, and, and super speed, which would you choose? Invisibility. Fucking thank you. Okay. Who chooses super speed or flight? I, we have this argument in the apartment all the time, and everyone's always like, why would you choose invisibility? Why Uh, not? (laughs) Yeah, that's easily, let's, you know, fuck it, let's get practical with it. That's
1: the most practical option. What can't you do with it? You could steal anything. I'm assuming that if I, like, if it's invisibility, if I pick up money I put in my pocket, it disappears as well. Yeah. So you, you could be a thief, you could go anywhere, you could... I'm using it for like illicit purposes. You can cheat, steal things like that, <laughs> which is a lot. But you can also like you can travel for free. Yeah, like what I assume is and what no harm,
0: no like, foul. Like yeah, extra person
1: on a plane, whatever. Yeah, you get to like fl- yeah. I mean, you get to turn it on and off. Flight, like you can't do that in public. That's what I was saying. You can't the run f- like what is it? Run fast like
0: that's a cool superpower. <laughs> No, I do think super speed would be kind of cool. Yeah, but I mean, like, but I, would I would choose flight over super speed. I would choose flight too. Like I would choose the lowest one. Yeah, flight for me would just be the pure like, holy shit, I'm flying.
1: Yeah, like, but I'm afraid of fights, though, so maybe like, is it like the flash's super speed where I could do other things with it? Like let's turn say back time. Let's say that. Yeah, but I mean, oh well. Then he's like, flash he's like just mathematically actually like a, a god. god. Yeah, yeah, he's stronger than Superman. Like, mathematically. go through walls and stuff. Yeah. He can have like the megaton punch, which is like the force
0: of a neutron star. <laughs> well, so
1: well, yeah, if that's the case, then yes. Then you choose, the but it's if it's just the,
0: the but if it's just the running, yeah, but just the speed. Oh, fucking no, yeah. invisibility and flight. Like I was always with flight, like because people ask this, and it's like I don't know. If you fly, can you just like fly as fast as you can run? Because <laughs> then it's fucking. I, you. I see you watch heroes. I imagine that's the flight. It's pretty quick. Okay, yeah. You know,
1: it's not like.
0: You know, like I'm Superman, but it's still motion.
1: like. By the way, did, have you watched Heroes? Did you watch? S- I I stopped. I'm gonna rewatch. I stopped in the middle of season, the beginning of season three because I thought it got dumb. It which got most people dumb. did. Yeah, I thought it got dumb in season two, but I, uh, the new season's coming out. So after I finish rewatching the X Files. Okay, I was just wondering your
0: opinion because I season one amazing. For, season one is fucking great. I just I'm nervous because, I know a lot of advertisers are not putting stake in Heroes Reborn. <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, and I'm a little the, the
0: creator's exact
1: words were, "It's like if Heroes wasn't canceled, this would be the tenth season." And I'm like, "That's uh, not the quote." That's yeah. Because yeah. I mean, I'm curious to see how. Like, uh, this isn't a spoiler because I don't care. The cheerleader's dead in the in this new one. Yeah, she dies somehow, and I was like,
0: "How?" Yeah, because you know, um,
1: the don't, other guy's dead.
0: Yeah, the only thing you can do to kill her, from what I've seen in the show, is if like her she's beheaded.
1: Yeah. And I was like, "What is like they made her eat a bomb?" Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's so specific. Like, <laughs> I was just like, "She's
1: dead," just because like apparently like she's on a different show. Yeah, but they got the Asian guy back. Uh, oh, Masi... hero about the accident. Masioka, yeah, yeah. Masioka.
0: And I say it, I've said it so much because I'm a huge heroes fan. The reason, like, it fuck like it his got... transformation that with his badass future him. I was like, so "That's a cool transformation." With
1: cool. that first time the first season? When, it comes when you out, first like, see it, you're like, "What?" that doesn't even look like the guy. And it's, I was like, that's a great motion movie. But
0: yeah, it's, it's that the first season is just a drama. The first season is a drama and it integrates the With superhero. Things. Yeah. As this, it should be. Yeah, the second season takes that it makes it a little more comic booky. The third season is just like, let's be X-Men. Let's be comic book. But not fans. as good. No yeah. Like, they made Peter Patrelli on being Like, they gave him every power, but no downside. Yeah. And I was like, why would you do that? And the characters were so... And then the fourth season has a lot with a fucking carnival, which I was like... I carnival? I, I didn't know. I thought it stopped at three. I thought people were just like, no one's watching. I watched the whole time. <laughs> I, I had never missed an episode until season three where one day my dad made me go to bed early uh, and I was just off. I was like you ruined you ruined my me. streak I was in New
1: York during the season one so I missed it I was on like vacation so I missed that and that's like once you like back then when there was no DVR you missed an episode yeah that's that true. was in like what 2006 that was 2006. yeah, yeah. like even back, like, that's not that far, you know, long ago, it's like 10
0: years, but even then, like, if you missed an episode... Sorry. You had to wait. <laughs> like, they would usually... Because now the show will release their episodes online, like, immediately, but right. then it was like, you know...
1: Now Netflix has,
0: like, ruined a lot of things. Yeah. It's, it's
1: a gift and a curse. Try watching, it's so like... I mean, I like the show Orange and New Black. Have you watched that? I haven't watched it. It's good. You know, people love it, try watching it one week at a time. Oh it falls apart <laughs> really like really? House of Cards have you seen that no I haven't watched it yet same thing like it's made It's, it's made that made one's a little that it. means a little easier it's a little softer on it but like season 3 of House of Cards you try watching it a week at a time you will lose your mind really and what do you think it is just like the way they write it cause they they know they, they're, it's gonna drop all at it's once gonna... so it's long form right but like a movie right so they try to have every episode end with like that moment that hooks you in for next week some
0: episodes are better than, that than others. Right. So just like,
2: what's coming up, next?
0: See, I, the whole binge-watching thing is such a, I, I like it. I have binge-watched, like, that's why I watch, like, Breaking Bad and, like, The right. Wire. And it's nice because it's instant gratification. Oh, yeah, you
1: can just, like, watch
0: and you're like, this show's great, I want another one. Yeah, but, exactly, it's fucking awesome. But at the same time, like, what you're saying, I'm like, if I had a show, I would want to make sure if we were on TV. You have to write it like you're on TV, not like you're binge-watching. Exactly. Like uh, right.
1: Netflix. Uh, uh, I'm rewatching the X Files, and that's how it is. Just half of self contained; the other half is like the overarching. So it's like, all right, I watch one episode; it's good. Right. The whole way through, I could watch another, or I could just be like, oh, I'm going to take a break now. I don't feel bad having watched only one. Right. Because the one was worth it.
0: And that's another one they're bringing back, right?
1: Yeah, for six episodes. Are you excited? Oh yeah. Because I mean, the movies, the like, movie, the first movie was good. The second one was like. Bad. Let's just say it, bad. Yeah. And I'm like, let's do. Let's look, bring back the whole original cast. And I was like, this is great. Yeah. And um, Kumail Nanjiani. I love Kumail Nanjiani. Is, he has a X Files podcast. Yeah, X <laughs> Files, podcast. Yeah. And he's gonna be in the new season. What? Yeah. And he's like, I. am
0: really excited for it. That is fucking rad. That's a show I want to start. I had watched. It's one of those things where like a few years ago I watched a couple episodes and I was like, I like this. And then just and keep watching if you're gonna watch it I recommend it. I love the show
1: watch like his schedule because he like skips around like he'll do like episodes 1, 2, and 3 but skip 4 and 5 oh really? because they're bad oh okay and, and that like, kind of throws
0: you out of it yeah
1: and it's like because it's designed for people that haven't seen the show so it's like don't watch the bad ones right
0: because in the first season there's like a couple of like, oh shit <laughs> that's the same with Buffy there's an episode where John Ritter plays her mom's boyfriend and he's actually a robot and it's like infamous within buffy fans because like, it's just fucking stupid i actually started recently uh i don't know if you watch star trek i started watching star trek I, next gen my uh
1: when i lived here at um we're currently at your apartment in a complex i don't know people come and find you <laughs> the 22
0: people yeah
1: whatever it is oh uh, i lived here for in this specific apartment sure for three years, and my uh, one roommate watched all of the original, then all of Next Generation. Damn. And then he moved on to Voyager. It wasn't as good. But so I've seen, I've seen it like secondhand. I was always more of Star Wars. Right. Same. But I feel as a, I I'm usually in a lot of geeky things, so I should, I should actually go back.
0: And... I original series I've given up on because I've tried. It's too boring for me. That's the one I want to watch. I got to see Kirk. I can't. I, I not even Spock. Fuck everybody else. Kirk. I was. It was cool to see, because I do, like, like the movies a lot. The J.J. Abrams movies. Right, so the Star Wars movies. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but, I I, when I was excited to go back and, like, see, like, oh, this is, like, the, you know, the original. Too boring. I started Next Gen a couple weeks ago, and I'm actually really liking it. Okay. It's really fucking good. Um, all those uniforms smelled bad. Oh, the
1: on They the all hated what, no, on the Next Generation. Really? There's no money. Oh, true. So they, like, uh, uniforms were all
0: old, and they just smelled like shit. uh, I, the original one, and I thought I would just, like, I had never seen anything about it, and then I heard someone make a joke about, like, on TV or something, uh, about, like, uh, something to do with the makeup, and where William Shatner's, like, just always sweating, and, like, brown. It's because, like, yeah, like,
1: it was done super cheaply, so it's, like, the lights are just, like, right on him. yeah. And you just have to sit there, and it's like, they didn't really do much with, like, the sweating. Yeah. So he always looks a little shiny. (laughs) Always looks like... Or, like, when they get hit, they have to shake. Yeah. Because the cameras aren't moving. (laughs) So it's, like, a lot of bad trickery. Right. But you have to look at it. Like, it's one of those shows you can't watch it for, like, oh, this is great. It's more like, this is where it was in time.
0: Yeah.
1: Some episodes are legitimately good. Yeah. Warren Ellis wrote an episode. Warren... He's like a big comic book writer. Is it, you the game Day Six. No, I, he's like a novelist, sci-fi novelist, comic book writer. Okay, he does a lot of like really uh, intense sci-fi
0: stories. And he wrote an episode in the first season.
1: Uh, well, the the show. I don't oh. know what season it is, but I, you come into like the whole stereotype of like the evil twin with a beard. Right. Started with Star Trek. Oh wow. Because Spock has a goatee. When he's, when he's evil Spock. Oh
0: Jesus Christ! So it's literally that <laughs> stupid. I, there there were a couple episodes of did gen- what I liked about it is that even though it was cheese and stuff, I was able to become immersed in that world. Right. I think it's a lot of that has to do with just the fact that you feel, because someone is on the ship. Yeah, and the acting as well. But it just, it wasn't enough for me to like, be like, I, to watch like 60 episodes. <sighs> oh. Like, next gen I, I, I'm loving, but the original is just, uh. It's more of a cultural, like, this is something... The first interracial kiss on television. Yeah,
1: exactly. Was a big one.
0: But, aside from that, just... Alright, we're gonna... Man, we are near three hours. We have reached... And this was gonna be the fourth episode. It was actually the third episode. So this one's gonna be, like, four hours, and then the one I did with... Or, close to three hours, and the one I did that was episode three is, like, an hour and a half, probably. Good. (laughs) So we dial it back, but... Let's just w- see how they make up for the missed <laughs> I want to do an improv game, but I'm actually super nervous about the improv game. Let's do I haven't done. To make sure that I haven't done it in a couple of months. All right, this is this is an Im- improv game called Blank and Blank Riding Bicycles, and how it works is you give me a character or a celebrity, I give you a character or celebrity, and we do. Oh I'm not gonna do impression. <laughs> His impression of them riding bikes. Oh.
1: Like a tandem bicycle? You
0: know what? People, each guest has asked me that. I don't know. It doesn't matter. (laughs) I'm not not imagining they're side-by-side. I imagine they're on the same bike. We did one where it was tandem and one where they were on different bikes. We're doing tandem. Let's do tandem. Because I think that's just funnier. (laughs) On the same bike. For about the 35 people that are listening. now. Hey, we got those numbers up. Like, people are... (laughs) If they stuck through three hours... What if by the time I put this out, it turns out like a bunch of people had subscribed and like... And then they get to this and they just subscribe. <laughs> They're like, three hours, no. <sighs> Alright, so I will give you uh Oh, you said you did a good Rick Grimes.
1: I didn't. I did that Rick Grimes was bad.
0: <laughs> like... <laughs> I just... You asked me if do I'd be like, what is it like?
1: stuff and things so, carl
0: i guess i liked it so i was <laughs> like he's a good recorder." <laughs> i was just like
1: i was out doing stuff <laughs> three minutes not blinking looking writer and things.
0: hey that's surprisingly accurate though <laughs> i know his mannerisms not the voice all right how about can you do um can you do an can you do an obama I asked the last guest to do an Obama, and they refused to. You work. know what it is? It's like I know the
1: cadence that it is, yeah. but I can't replicate it. So I, I know exactly how I would do it. Right? It's a, it's a very this is a deliberate way of speaking. Hey, that's right though. And it, it's like that sort of thing, but I can't do it. It's, I I watch it, and it's weird for me to do an Obama. What? A, can you do like any other president? I do like the George, like the stereotype with George W. Bush. Like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> do you want to do Bush? Yeah, I'm fine. Let's do. I'll do. What was it's Bush and Clinton. Um, oh, I used playing. to be able to do a JFK, which is, a, I asked not what the, your country can do for you. Hey, that's pretty or, good. But what you can do for your country. That's do you want to do fun. JFK? I'll try Let's do JFK. It's going to be bad, but let's, let's try that one.
0: Okay, it's, JFK. it's a little less hacky than George Bush. And then, who and Who am I? Um, let's see. I have to give you anybody. Uh, I will do anybody. I won't do anyone, but I will do. I gonna, pre- let's get racial. Let's <laughs> do Bruce Lee. <laughs> Bruce Lee. Oh yikes! Let's do
1: Jackie Chan. Jackie. Um, I'll give you.
0: I was like Al Pacino. Oh, uh, I, I can accentable like, one. Can I do like uh, Al Pacino now with the grizzled like? Hula. Uh... <laughs> yeah. That's like
1: I will do, do the easy one. I'll do Al Pacino or Christopher Walken. Let you choose. I'll. Because those are both
0: like everyone the knows. I'll do Bill Al- Cosby. Oh, I, I'm staying away from Cosby. My friend made me do Cosby on the last one. I can't do Cosby. And I, I ended it just by going, I'm real. I'm, wait, I can't even do it. I'm really sorry for everything I did.
1: I can do... Uh, can I do Woody yeah. Allen? I'm trying to, like, uh... That's Woody Allen. Yeah, it's, it's just like, it, uh... I, I can't believe that it's... <laughs> We're waiting in line with these uh, people. And that's pretty fucking awesome. good. I watched a lot of Woody Allen. It's just like it's a lot of the mannerisms. I love Woody it. Allen. It's like the same thing with Owen Wilson. I'm just like, yeah, it's awesome, guys. That's, <laughs> not, that's a terrible Owen Wilson. That's a terrible. That's a good Owen Wilson. It's just a matter of all the physicality behind it. <laughs> uh, all right. So, all right. What am I doing a like good JFK? Uh,
0: yeah. And then I, um, I'll do Al Pacino. Al Pacino. Only because I have a friend who does. Everyone does Christopher Walken. I have a friend who does it. Literally, or if perfectly. you do
1: Robin Williams, do Robin Williams. Oh, I can't do Robin Williams.
0: I wish I could do Robin. That's Williams. A,
1: That's a. It's. It's. If you know how to do it, it's great. If not, it'll be. Or it's like Obi Wan. If you don't know how to do it, it's awful. It's awful. All right. Who
0: Who wants to start? <laughs> <laughs> this is the most entertaining part for everybody. On a tandem bicycle. By the way, I have a listener who posted saying that. Um, He wants to be on this show, and the bar for impersonations hasn't been set high, so let's prove him wrong. Oh, that (laughs) Let's prove him wrong. Let's all do impersonations that I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) All right. Pacino and...
1: I don't even know what it's... Al. Come on along. Get on the bike, Al. (laughs) Let's go. Oh, right. (laughs) Just let me, uh... (laughs) We must ride, and we must be firm in our riding. All right, I'm just gonna start up pedaling here and pedaling. First foot left. Right, first second step. foot right, what? one right after the other. What? It's a cycle. Yeah. Where we? <laughs> we will not let these people down Al. Where are we going?
0: something like Batman.
1: <laughs> Mr. Wayne,
0: I must thank you for all your contributions. What do you mean, Mr. Wayne? My name is Al Pacino. Star of stage and screen. Cinema legend Alfred
1: Pacino. I loved you, York, like in the Godfather project. Look out for the rock owl. Oh no. We came like a, <laughs> William Shatner midway really through
0: look out there for the rock you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna call it please I th- do I've, <laughs> i'm not good impersonations but you know what i'm we made the attempt that's what yeah i really fucking enjoyed this episode man thank yeah. you this i, I know i had a
1: good time whenever uh i'll come back yeah that would be awesome. i'm inviting myself back hey you are welcome back. and let me know if like you lose about like what is it we're at 47 right now so if you lose like seven people seven right pe-
0: hey that's okay we're still up from before yeah Four we're three hours ago. <laughs> This is
1: live streaming,
0: right? This is like on Twitch. This is actually on Periscope. There's a camera. Yeah, I was like, that's why I've been looking
1: at the entire time. It's like I'm so used to talking to a camera. I'm just like, all right, we're on.
0: Yeah, this was. I think this. Well, I'm not gonna say it was my favorite one, only because the people who were guests before. Yeah, if they listen. I mean, are they gonna be listening to this? But this was my favorite one. One of them probably will. Oh, good. What one? Uh, Anna. Anna Definis was uh, the second episode. Yeah, you got a one true fan, so Anna might be this favorite one. I would say it's a tie between you two.
1: Like, let I'll let you know I'll, if I listen to the next episode. If you listen, then, to the then I'll take that spot. Just whenever you come on, only listen to your episodes. <laughs> this is like all you need to do for anybody else like that comes on is like agree that Tobey Maguire is the best Spider Man, <laughs> Invisibility is the best,
0: and Iron Man Three turned out to be better than everybody could take credit for. And also maybe say that you like the game where you smell. Food. Yeah, that's <laughs> that, I didn't do that. Once. That will send you, you over already.
1: <laughs> I did that, but I did that
0: with like old baseballs and with leather. Baseballs. I'm like, well, that's a little too far. So I think I'm gonna, you I'm not, know, I'm not eating that. So today for the music, uh, I'm gonna be having music featured by an artist named Julia Fulbright. Uh, if you like her oh, music, she's you great can. Great stuff. Right? Great, great artist. She is awesome, and uh, she has a song that I'm gonna be playing. That is called uh, The Trees. And you can check out her stuff. Uh, she has a YouTube page called uh, Julia Fulbright Music. Uh, her Bandcamp camp is fulbright.bandcamp.com. And then you can also check her out on Facebook, which is under the link of uh, full If you type in full slash Bright, uh, F-U-L slash B-R-I-G-H-T... You'll find your stuff. But yeah, thanks a lot. Thank you already for coming on today. Thanks for having me. I had a good time. I had a uh, great time. You know what? I had a
1: fantastic time.
0: Already, best episode just for that. There we go. Best episode. I'm going to say
1: best episode.
0: I hope you guys enjoyed the best episode of the podcast at home, and we will see you later. Bye bye.